like anti-government, but I'm very conscious of what the government is capable of. Oh, no, I'm... I, uh, For like, sure. I, they are more than capable of a lot of things. Uh, a lot of sketchy things. I'm going to be more like... <laughs> right. Sweet. Uh, real quick. So I am a mom, but I don't advertise that at all. I keep that private. So like... Okay. Um, that's just like the only thing that I don't want to talk about is like me being, now that I'm like ashamed of it, it's more of a privacy safety yeah, thing. No, like no, I, no problem. No it. problem at all. Yeah. No, people don't need that kind of stuff. That's fine. We'll, uh, right. yeah. leave it alone there. Yeah. Like stuff like that. Uh, you know, it, it, it was only if you ever wanted to like volunteer that information and I'm not going to be like, where were you born and what was your date of birth? Yeah. Like what was your mother's maiden name? Like, <laughs> what is your child's favorite course in school? Like, no, we're good. Don't worry. Like, no, we're, yeah. Some people can be like weird about it. So like, I'm just like, we're not going to talk about this. No, people don't need to know about that. As far as right. they're concerned, you're the well-made manifest of the libertarian party. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I used to tell people that in cadets, like, oh, where are you from? Because summer camp was the same thing. We wanted anonymity. And they'd always ask me, oh, where the hell are you from? Where are you from? I am the well-made manifest of the queen. I am here. I was born and raised on the base. I do nothing but train. That's what I do. I log out at the end of the day. My brain shuts off. I wake back up. I train some more. And that's just how it goes. That's fair. <laughs> fair. <laughs> Granted, I do like bragging about being in alaska so don't <laughs> be wrong yeah no you can totally own the whole alaska thing just oh yeah <laughs> i'll have to divulge the rest you know all right uh now full disclosure ahead. before we start here i am taking a bong rip so all right it's not against uh any of the streaming services that i care about being on uh well, no, terms I'm of service canadian, <laughs> i'm canadian the shit's it's legal completely here. legal up here so it yeah. like doesn't even phase me it yeah. is here now too which just uh surprised me because i was <laughs> i was adamant that virginia was going to be like one of the last five and then they they, <laughs> they went from like absolute like they just i thought they were going to decriminalize and then eventually no nah, they were just like fuck it legal and they and they had the funny thing is they they had nothing set up for any of it like for them to benefit from it being legal they were just like well we're just gonna make it legal and we forgot that we did this because we want to you know we want to tax the hell out of it and uh There's so no there, 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 dude there was no licensing like they were just like wow. ah, they were just like they were like well Technically, it's sure not. Yeah, right. Technically, it's not illegal, but they were they would probably like shut down like grow ops that didn't like get their illegal fucking clemency for it. But I don't I don't know. It was so such a confusing <laughs> six months until they like the next law cycle went through. Like I'm like, <laughs> you guys are crazy. But then they really <laughs> they really upset me because they said that they were not going to issue licenses based on equality but equity and that they were going to specifically give licenses to african americans first and i was like that is the most racist shit ever <laughs> like, I was like yeah hold on a second hold on a second that that can only fry chicken if you're black <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's kind of saying something right like hold on that's a little fucked up like Hey, look, I understand because you're a part of this racial community, you guys are probably going to want to grow your pot first, so we're just going to go ahead and let you. Well, like, dude, what? And their reasoning was, you know, 
and like I partially understood the reasoning is that you know because for you know generations they they were you know put down financially, socially, and everything. But like, yeah, but by you know making this legal, you're you're helping to you know heal all of that. But 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 you no, but like but you don't specifically say like okay well because you're black you must be misfortuned and you you, you know like it, that's that's how it comes off to me not like even, like the whole lot even just yeah, go ahead go ahead go ahead that's not even what i'm hearing all right you know what i'm hearing well, a lot of you black guys like to smoke weed so here you can just go ahead and grow it on your own like that's what i'm hearing that's how it comes across to me i'm like whoa ho- like hold on fuck up like i know more white people at this point to smoke weed than black people like why are you just why are you just gonna go for them like what they're, they're, no. <laughs> I just want them to bring back menthols first. <laughs> Word. Oh, you don't, I, yeah, you, don't, you don't have menthols? Flavored, oh, dude, flavored fucking anything, specifically like in Canada, flavored anything, it's all banned. Flavored cigarettes, flavored fucking cigars. You, I can't even get Swisher Sweets anymore, man. I wouldn't smoke anymore, dude. Like, <laughs> I don't. I vape and I blaze. <laughs> Wait, you don't have menthol in Alaska now? I mean, I don't smoke, so like oh, okay. I haven't seen it. But yeah, well, yeah. no, I know they, I know they said that they were going to initiate the menthol ban, and then I guess they realized that their like controlled voter base was like, "Fuck no!" Like that is that is that is the line. Okay, you can fucking tax the hell out of us. You can fucking kill us and make laws that fucking detrimentally impact our demographic. But god damn it, you will not take our fucking menthol cigarettes. <laughs> and like, don't get me wrong. They they did away with menthol, but they have something called cool lot or I can't remember what the fuck they call it now. It's basically menthol, but it's like a slightly different version of it, so they're able to get around the legality. <laughs> and like it's the same concept, but I'm not gonna lie to you, it's fucking terrible. Like uh, I would much rather just have a standard menthol cigarette with that just traditional fucking menthol burn. So what you're telling me is that there is possible profit to be made by running menthol cigarettes in the canada no 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 you know what's you know what there is to be made there buddy there's fucking yeah mounties and csis and csis doesn't fuck around neither does cbsa or the mounties and in fact the rcmp have an international reputation for getting their man because they will go to whatever fucking country and uh, like i'm not even kidding this is like their international model like they're known for it they will go to whatever country extradition or not and they will grab the fucker and take him back like it's just how they roll. <laughs> yeah, I've gone through Canada before actually and like getting into Canada was way harder than getting into the US. Oh yeah. And like oh, it's-, it's insane. Like we did all the paperwork for like guns that we had and stuff, but then uh I didn't even think of it, but we had one of those blades that like you hit the button and it's like swing, you know, but it's spring loaded. 100% illegal. 100%. Yeah, I would have never thought and we had to surrender it to the crown, and I'm like, oh, oh yeah, fuck. oh yeah, yeah, and that's the best part. You God don't, you don't it. surrender the it to the took my knife. Yeah, that's exactly how they do it. They don't tell you like, oh yeah, we're taking this because of blood. Of no, you're surrendering this to the crown, and like yes. that's it. It's just it becomes. Like, do you know who I am? Like we don't give a shit. It's the queen. It's her rules. We're going to enforce them. Congratulations, <laughs> she has a new knife. Like fuck, like fuck off, bro. Like. We all know yeah. it's going to bin at the back. They're probably going to sell them for like fucking 15 bucks on the American side of the border later tonight. Like, <laughs> right. Uh, fucking wild. Okay. I'm gonna take this out. okay. Wait, keep going. Keep going. Yeah. So okay. but getting into Alaska, <laughs> wild. it was just no problem. Like we okay. barely <laughs> flashed our passports. Yeah. So like okay. getting okay. into Alaska, I'm like, wild. you know how much maple syrup we could be smuggling in the back of our truck here? <laughs> like, 
Right. We could have grabbed like a few uh, beavers or something. <laughs> you don't want to check. Yeah. So <laughs> I had the same thing, and it's it's funny because like I'm a Canadian. Mm-hmm. I've gone to these states a couple times here, and going over is normally a joke. You know, hey, what are you coming for? Coming to visit. All right, you're gonna buy stuff. Yep. Make sure you declare it. Okay, and that's it. You go through. You come back. Holy shit! Where were you? Who did you see? What did you buy? How much did you spend? Did you spend Canadian money? Are you bringing it back? Did you pay your taxes? Did you vote last year? And they'll look like everything they can think of. They'll just like throw it at you. It's so much more intense. Like I've yeah. never been asked that kind of fucking like interrogation, basically, <laughs> except that hour board. Yeah. Like it's. <laughs> well, you know what's fucking- funny is that like. And then at the same time, Canada has the duty-free stores on the border. They're just like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> like, like, go there. Don't don't even claim that shit. Fuck them, bud. They don't need the fucking well, taxes. <laughs> so I think there's there's a logic behind it, right? Here's what I'm thinking. I think they've got the duty-free stores there to prevent us from just going to the U.S. Because like a lot of the times, I'm not even going to lie to you, buddy. We go down there to grab shit that we can't buy or because it's cheaper. Well, if they sell it at the fucking duty free store. Well, no, you guys, you guys, no, you guys can't buy from the duty free store. That's the thing. Well, okay. Well, when when I went last time, I went to Canada. You had to show a foreign ID in order to in order to make a purchase. Like you and and you couldn't even go back into Canada because like the duty free store is like before the border crossing and the exit. Like you pull your car in, you can't turn around, and and well, so like so which which border crossing did you go to? Uh, uh, Niagara. That might be why. Like here, like specifically where I am, like because I'm in the middle of the fucking country, right? Like I can pull into any one of the border crossings, and there's there's not much of a beef. Like maybe they've changed it recently, but the last time I went, and we're talking probably like 10, 15 years ago now. So it's there's a good chance I'm talking out of my ass now. It's all wrong, but. Last time I went, yeah, we just we pulled into the duty free store and just grabbed some Canadian goodies and some American goodies before we even hopped on the fucking plane. Huh. They, I remember they had this gigantic bottle of Hennessy, like, yeah. I, and I mean, it was so big, it came on a, it came on a fucking uh, like a little wire stand. Yes, dude. Yeah, and, man, and it yeah. was like it was like like two gallons or some shit. It was yeah, like, yeah. Okay, so we sell those up here. You know what we call them? What we call them? Texas Mickey's. Texas my Mickey's. word yeah it's it's like fucking gallons of liquor like it's normally it's the the thing you'd buy for like a wedding you know you'd set it mm-hmm. up on the table next to the cake or whatever like all right let's get shattered you just start pouring out of this fucking like gallon liter or gallon fucking size container yeah no you, you can buy them but they're not worth the price it's like dummy money for that okay all i can see is the reflection from my screen and my fucking glasses so i'm gonna not do that so viewers don't have to stare at that <laughs> <laughs> but yeah Oh, it looks um, like an anime where it's like, and it's bright. <laughs> well, straight up, yeah. Like every time I look, I'm like, all I see is white. I'm like, okay, it's it's not good. It's, people probably <laughs> want to see where I'm looking, you know, like actually make sure that I'm paying attention and not just fucking anime the whole time. It's... <laughs> all right. Speaking of, um, I have a couple topics in mind for today. Anybody else have anything they wanted to go over? We're getting close to that time. We should probably start, sir. I think I had, uh, I think I posted some stuff. Um, oh, apparently we are live on Twitter. Okay. Uh, so yeah. Um, uh, I, I, I gotta <laughs> see, I gotta see how that works because I yeah, well, yeah. Like I tweeted, like I, I did, I did the stream key and then I tweeted it and, uh, oh, I didn't even tag you in it. Oh, fuck. Um, 
Okay. I'm about to reshare it. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't have video. Uh, it's just. It's just the audio. I don't know why it like. I don't know why they don't have it set up to where we can do spaces through stream key. Like, because spaces is like, is popping. I like it. And like, you get a lot of community interaction so that, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping they're working on that. I mean, I, I, I've seen a lot of people like, you know, at Elon Musk, they're like, Hey, like, this is a big thing. Like <laughs> you know, you, if you're going to have something like that, cause nobody wants to do it on the fucking phone. I don't, and I don't, right. I don't want to set up my Android emulator to fucking do it. Like it, it yeah, no. <laughs> I really want them to fix the uh, stages here in Discord. Oh, uh, the stages need to be able to have the same audio quality. I can understand scaling back if you like beyond a certain number of members, because then they're gonna get connection issues. But at the same time, we could have the freaking, we could have like as many people in this chat. And using the same resources, like, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, yeah, no, I, I don't know, man. It's, it's fucking wild. Hey, we did have a few subjects. Um, well, I mean, I did at least, um, because mm -hmm. throughout the week we just post stuff that <laughs> want to talk about. Um, Israel being behind the drone strike on Iran factory. Um, oh, I'm terrible on foreign policy. Okay, no, that, that's, <laughs> no. that's 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 fine. Um, is this is this tinfoil or is this verified? Uh, this uh, I uh, I'm just checking. I'm I'm just reading through this from Reuters, so I, I would assume oh, yeah. that it's somewhat verified. Um, but it's also Reuters, so I was going to say it's Reuters. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's probably like half cooked, half verified. You know, a little tweaked, little exaggerated. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we don't have to talk about that. Let's not. Let's not go into that one. Um, well, like it's it's an interesting one. We can touch on it on the basis that we don't know anything about it. Just kind of like, hey, we've heard about this. This is what is being said. I wonder what's actually yeah. going on. Like that's that's safe. But to just flat out be like, yeah, man, Israel bombed them. Like that <laughs> might be a little far, you know. <laughs> Yeah, like it's, it's, like 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 we're repping the Ayatollah over here and shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, like it's it's good to acknowledge foreign things, especially stuff like this. So people might not hear or talk about it all, but we don't necessarily want to be biased on it, especially when there's no information yet. We can't just go oh, out didn't, with an didn't you hear, dude? Didn't you hear that we are that we are Trump loving supporters? Like, oh, I saw that post. Hey, oh. <laughs> okay, no, no, like I, and I, so I wanted to mention this again, like. So I the the lady that I'm seeing here, she listened to that episode of Spike Cohen, and her first reaction was it's very masculine and very conservative. Was okay. the exact reaction yeah, that yeah. he had, uh, and, and I and, thought that was. And I will, and like I told you, know, you and I had that conversation privately. Yeah. Like you know, I, I it is in a, and I would say in a. Like from an American perspective or can or Canadian perspective, that like it tends to be more conservative politically, you know. But well, because because keep in mind, like up here, there, like the Libertarian Party isn't really a thing up here. Like it's not, um, it's not well known. People aren't familiar with it. To those that aren't aware or familiar with it, it just kind of feels more conservative leaning than anything. I think that's I think that's more so where she was going. Yeah, and that Even, that I'm fine with. Like saying that you know because a lot of my ideals fall more conservatively um mm. but don't call me a fucking 
uh, tell squeeze tell squeezy hey. jibs of hey. of all people that I, you know, I'm trying to get on the podcast that no, there's, that I am a hosts, Trump eh? lover. <laughs> like, there's, there's there's two hosts here, eh? Yeah, no, I'm really yeah. certain they know that you're a staunch libertarian, but I'm a conservative. I am not a staunch libertarian. <laughs> <laughs> well, not only that, last time I checked, Spike and Trump were political opponents on the same ballot. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so let's get that out of the way. <laughs> yeah. But but no, like yeah. I'm not like I probably I, know I he been... may have been talking about me because like we've talked about Trump before and I don't mind the idea behind it. Like he he was trying to run the United States as a business, which is unfortunately what the country needs right now. And... Yeah, and but I said, you know, and I said, you know, I I'm gonna wait for you to add on later, but like you ha you have haven't said anything on here that would lead me to believe that you're like a, a, a you know like a big Trump supporter, <laughs> like 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 that you're like fucking wearing a MAGA hat and fucking going balls of the wall yeah. for Trump. Yeah, like don't get me wrong, like I'm not like I have buddies that are like that, which is wild because I'm in Canada, but like see, I'm not see, that, that right there, that right there. That's what I that's what I said is that you don't really care because it's not in Canada. Like it's, yeah, it's not like it's, Canadian politics. Well, <laughs> like here's where it gets wild. Like a, a lot of my buddies do care about American politics, but like, no, no offense. I can't really be bothered. You know, I understand you guys are one of our largest political and trading partners. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. We're like basically sister countries in a lot of ways, but at the same time, I can't help but feel like an old couple living above a meth shack. <laughs> and, like I'll, I'll always say hi when i walk past you know because i don't want you to stab me or anything but i'm, I'm probably not gonna invite you up for dinner kind of shit you know like I'll, I'll i'll pay attention as you guys are pulling out of the parking lot but i'm never gonna stop and be like oh it was your birthday last week right like <laughs> just no i get it i feel like that way too because our politics is actually different than the lower 48 and a lot of times but we're roped in with the rest of the u.s and yeah. uh so I, I totally get what you mean. Sometimes it's like, no, that's not what we feel like up here. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it's like we're very, very similar countries, but we're very different in a lot of aspects as well. Like Spike put it last time that he was saying we're like we're effectively a socialist state. Like a lot of our stuff is mandated at a government level to the point that we don't really have to worry, you know, like healthcare, for example, education. Like it is all provided at a near socialist level. But in the same sense, you know, we're taxed on that same level. There's all the other fun stuff that comes with it. You know, there's um, like Bill C-11, Bill C-21. Bill C-11 is a spooky one. Like, I wanted to touch on that today, if you guys are even familiar with it. Uh, no, the only Canadian politics I've, like, paid attention to is First Nation issues, for the most part. Yeah. Because it's very similar uh, to the U.S., like, very, very similar. But, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I'm totally well, open to that. Bill C-11. Um, are you recording... Like on, on your end there now, Kyle? Or we, yeah, 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 it happened. Okay, <laughs> okay Bill C-11 is a new liberal kind of pushed, from the liberal government specifically, um, it's a new bill pushed to center Canadian media. And they're going to go so far as to suppress media from other countries to make sure that Canadian content is pushed first. Now, if this sounds familiar, it's because it is, and it does happen in other countries, namely <clears throat> China, um, and it's this is a thing that like it's it's gaining momentum. They've been trying to pass it for a long time now. It's basically in the final stages of deliberation where they're going to be going through the amendments and trying to chop out what they don't want and what they do want. But the point is that it made it it's made it this far and it's no longer killing the bill. It's killing aspects of it. So no, no matter what, we're going to be roped into this. Our media is going to change whether we like it or not, unless we're able to remove 
the party in power from power and remove Canada from being the state back to Canada. But uh, that goes hand in hand with another one that I'm kind of excited is also being killed, but it's the same thing. We're only killing amendments on it. We're not killing the actual bill. Are you guys familiar with Bill C-21? Nope. Bill C-21 is the anti-firearms bill. So we oh, actually is that the have... One? It, it targets everything. Okay. So it started originally against assault weapons because of everything that was going on in the world with weaponry. Now, that personally bothers me because anything can be an assault weapon. If I swing this cup at somebody, this is an assault class. Like, that's that's the problem. Like, every weapon is an assault weapon by definition. You're going to assault something with it. It's, it the whole point of it is to inflict damage. But he's targeting basically everything that he can. But the nice part that we're at right now, and this is, again, kind of not really a nice part, but uh, I guess a good part. Like, we're no longer killing the bill. We're killing amendments on it. So the bill is still being passed. There's still a massive list of firearms that have been classified as restricted, and you can no longer purchase. You can no longer transfer all of it. However, we have been able to fight them enough that a lot of the newer amendments, specifically the stuff from 2022, a list of like, I think it was like 500 or something firearms have actually been repealed. So we now have access to those rifles. Again, the buyback program that they're trying to instate, which I'll touch on too, um, is no longer going to touch those weapons. But like it's the, the frustrating part is that we're no longer at the point of fighting the entire bill. We're just fighting to keep, you know, certain weapons that that shouldn't be the case. We shouldn't, our weapons shouldn't be infringed upon in the slightest. Granted, it's not a right for us as it is for you. But living where we do with the lifestyles that we have, it, it kind of makes sense to have the ability to hunting weaponry or even defense weaponry if you live in some remote area, you know? It, what are you going to do against a bear? Are you really going to shoot a firework at it? You think he's really going to... If he's if the cubs are nearby and that bear wants you dead, you're it's you were him. And without a weapon, it's you. <laughs> like, well, and it's, it's a Canadian bear. He's going to be like, hey, fuck you, bud. Was that a fucking firework? <laughs> <laughs> Not a fucking nine mil, you little goof. Like, get over here, bud. Let me give you a hug, and it'll just fucking just crush you like your toast. Like, it's all there is to it. Your final final word will be like, "Thanks, Trudeau." Uh, like, yeah, toast, like, and like that's the biggest thing. And I understand. Okay, yeah, there is violence. Yeah, okay, there are gangs and whatever. But like, they're not getting their stuff from the store. Like, banning this stuff from the store, that's not going to change a thing. Like, I don't want to be that asshole, but a lot of that stuff comes from <clears throat> U.S. <laughs> Sorry, I got a cough there, but uh, it, it, like specifically the CIA and the ATF, and you know all that other stuff. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to go there, but you know, like, just, <laughs> oh, I'll go there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, like we're we're targeting law-abiding citizens and removing their right to do what has been recreational and proactive lifestyles, like survival lifestyles. People that want to hunt, you know, somebody wants to go out and hunt deer or moose and provide for his own family without having to go through some corporation or some other farm or whatever. It like they're trying to make it not a thing to be able to do anymore. They're trying to just slowly claw all of these fucking again, not rights, sorry, pardon the language. I normally swear. The whole spike podcast that so we don't we didn't swear at all. And I'm wondering if that should be like the new format. I didn't swear. There's we no way barely, we barely swore, man. Like 
I kept myself pretty clean and I, I tried to drop a couple parts in the languages when I did drop them. Well, man, I mean, you know, Spotify probably would be happy if not every one of our episodes well, wasn't, wasn't, <laughs> wasn't contains explicit okay, language. Okay, when I watched that episode, I was like, wow, this is a very respectable podcast. All right. <laughs> that, that's kind of what I was thinking, you know, that's why I'm thinking like season two, like maybe, maybe we, we don't have to be as, as. As Kyle as uh, we, we normally are, is it? Yeah, yeah. Maybe we don't have to be as, you know, as, well, yeah, as Kyle as we normally are. Yeah. I don't know about the whole bow tie. I have a bow tie. Fuck with me. I'll, I'll wear one at some point. So you want to? You know what? Go I'm going to go get a dress shirt right now. Okay. You guys, you guys hold on. I, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm well, going we, to get a dress shirt. Do? All right. We got to be respectable. We're, okay. We're well, doing- hold on. We're, we'll change in shifts then. We'll let him go first. We'll let him get his shirt on and then I'll go grab one, I guess. We'll, we'll just keep the respectful. But yeah, no, like it's, I don't know. It, Canada's in a weird state right now. And like, I'm sure you get to see some of it being right next to BC and, and Yukon right there. Um, yeah. I know it's a little bit different for the territories. Like they're they're able to maintain their autonomy a little bit better. Um, like our country is supposed to be set up in a way that the federal government doesn't actually have as much power as it does now. They're supposed to just kind of maintain funding, kind of general yeah. order. That's not a shirt. That's a blazer. <laughs> So, yep. What a dapper yeah. gentleman! Here. The Goodwill Special, <laughs> sir. The, good, the, the Goodwill Special. I. Uh... <laughs> All right, I'll be back. <laughs> okay. If, if well, we're gonna look clean. We're gonna look clean. <laughs> right. Well, thing is, it's uh, cold here, so I'm wearing a hoodie. If you guys want, it's a nice Alaskan hoodie. So. I, I, I actually like that. I, yeah. Yeah. And a cool design there. Looks backwards on the video but that's fine <laughs> so like uh like uh, you know you said uh not to get too personal like where about in alaska are you from and like is it more of like i mean because most people in alaska live in the city like kind of don't they <laughs> yeah like a significant portion of um alaskans live in anchorage so it's yeah. kind of like i guess to put it in perspective when people talk about illinois immediately people think about chicago and like Chicago's different than the rest of illinois if you talk about folks from illinois you know like that's not illinois that's kind of how it is almost here anchorage is a little different especially like with politics and everything going on Uh, although most of the people live there i am like an hour north of anchorage i've actually ran for office so people know like kind of where i live and stuff because i advertised it on my social medias and everything but yeah so i'm like in the matsu valley and uh that's um I was raised for the most part in this area. I came back after college and I'm living here now. And, uh, yeah. So you, you're, uh, you're Inuit descent, right? No, uh, no? I'm actually Yupik. So there's several different types of Eskimos. Okay. Um, Inuit is kind of, they might be the more main one population wise, but okay. there's also, uh, Inuit is more Canadian, uh, Eskimo. And then Alaskan Eskimo, uh, you see Inupiaq and Yupik are the two main ones. There's also like smaller ones like Chupik, Siberian Yupik, and um, a, a few other ones. But yeah, so okay. I, I'm Yupik Eskimo. Okay, yeah, because like, it, so it, it's kind of like, uh, like here you had the Powhatan, but there was the Patawomack, the, the, um, oh my God. Uh, uh, yep, just, <laughs> I get what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So different tribes which, within like the nation kind of, right? yeah okay yeah and slightly different dialects but pretty similar um i I mean like 
in terms of like borders and stuff, it was very different when it comes to like First Nation, you know, indigenous oh, borders yeah, right. well, and yeah, tribes and, and, and everything. And, and so. the thoughts of like how borders are is totally different in, you know, because because I mean, really, right. it really it's um, like you know, um, I don't want to like speak wrongly, but like like basically like Mother Earth is like or like the this the the mother spirit is who holds you know the land and everything and it can't really be owned but you know yeah depending it, on what tribe you're from it's kind of like a similar mentality like for us it yeah, was okay. like yeah the raven created the earth and all that stuff but yeah so i'm you big eskimo so if you look at alaska which it's gonna be a little backwards on there we're like, oh, I guess I could show my sweater. It's like more of this region. <laughs> that's where the Yupix. Hey, yeah, hold on, hold on. You said you wanted to clean up. This guy's like, oh, I'm gonna go grab a dress shirt. Who the fuck wears a dress shirt without a tie, man? Let alone a nice. Hey, one. hey, listen, on, listen. My court clothes are packed away. It's been almost three years. Our right? court clothes, bro. We, okay, hold on. Then we gotta we gotta get you some nicer clothes there, my dude. No, no, I, you I, should I, have I, a. No, you should have at least like an armful of dress shirts you can just kind of pick through. I and have then, some like, dress shirts, okay? I have like the whole end of my rack that I never use, which is kind of funny <laughs> that you bring this up. And I, I, you know, I hope Sydney's listening because uh, she was like, oh, let's go, let's go eat at this place last night. I was like, okay, but like, you know, I'm, it's after work, long week. So I'm in my sweatpants and my pajama shoes and, uh, and, and my work shirt still. And we go to this place, and it's inside this old, like, ritzy freaking place in downtown historic Fredericksburg. And there's, like, music going on and stuff. And which is really weird because the place that we were going to get food from is, like, inside there, but not part of the, like, the fancy bar and stuff. And I'm like, I am way too underdressed to be in here. Like, dude, I'm so I was having a panic attack, bro. I was like, what? People looking at me like, like, looking, like, I'm telling you, I was wearing pajama shoes, bro. Like, I was so fucking embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> she, was like, she was like, do you want to eat here? I was like, no. <laughs> we'll go eat in the car or something. Maybe not, maybe not quite here. This is, this is a little much. <laughs> like, we can come back here and I can, you know, get, get a little dressed up. Yeah, let me put on like at least a sweater and like I don't know some shoes. Comb my beard or something. Like, <laughs> like anything, you know. That's like, how I feel every time I visit Anchorage and we go out to eat. I'm like, oh, I totally look like a Valley Girl, which like Valley Girl up here means something different than down like California. <laughs> I, was say, I don't know if that carries the same. The same <laughs> in Alaska, people know what a Valley Girl is. It's like someone like more of the redneck area of Alaska out in the Matsu Valley. So I just. I just looked at it and I was like, ah, oh, great. <laughs> actually, you know, I'm thinking about this. I actually have a buddy who lives in Alaska. Um, he's in one of the larger cities in kind of the, the cape that cuts into the north there. Um, I think he's along that kind of coastline there. But uh, yeah, he honestly, he talks all kinds of stuff about that place. It sounds like an amazing area to visit. I've seen kind of all around Canada. I've been to quite a few places in the U.S. as well. But Alaska is one place I have yet to venture to. And it's it yeah. sounds like it'd be be interesting because yeah. again, for sure, yet to actually hear anything bad about Alaska yet. Like, <laughs> there, I mean, we do have bad stuff, but I'm not going to advertise. Like, every place has like every place has their things naturally, right? I, I but mean, like, there's parts. You... Oh, sorry, I, no, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, go. go there, for there's it. parts of uh, of Alaska that are the Florida of the North, like. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, no, like even like even in Canada, right? Like there are some places that are like not safe to walk around at night. Like it's it's Canada, but like there are there are things, you know, like every place has it. But like with that being said, a lot of times if there is something horrible with that place, it's like the first thing they'll jump off with. Like, okay, by the way, just before you know, like and then you know, they'll lead in with whatever. But I've I've never had anything like that with Alaska. It's just always like chill stuff. Like if I ask or I'll dig, they're like, Oh yeah, it's a thing. Like of course there's crime like we're humans like <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, like yeah okay that makes sense yeah, if you but, tell yeah. me that there's a city that doesn't have any crime i'm gonna be sketched the fuck out like yeah, i'm gonna be like it. uh what the fuck's going on there and like, like I'm, I'm gonna be afraid to go there probably yeah it's like either they legitimately don't have crime because the people are just like at that point of society or there's like three cops per person and they're <laughs> yes. just like everywhere <laughs> <laughs> i will say for alaska um this is where people go to escape the government a lot of times, or they escape because they did bad stuff in the lower 48. So we actually have the highest concentration of serial killers than uh, any other states. So Whoa. <laughs> there's that. Not... That's because they're coming up here to hide. Uh, usually they're at that point in their uh, you character know what? arc. <laughs> hey, like honestly at that point, like if they're trying to hide, they're probably not killing anymore. So, I mean, you're, you're probably safe. You know, like you said, at that point well, in their character arc, they're they're kind of they're either going for redemption or they're going to like fizzle out. And either way, they you should be safe. Or they're going for like the lone the lone hiker in 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 the Alaskan wilderness. Oh that, god! Uh, oh, yeah. oh, he must have gotten hit by a bear. Oh, yeah, they're they're gonna go track down the hippie that went up there looking for UFOs. You know, great. <laughs> <God. laughs> oh, it's so dark. But yeah, no, I, I mean. What's really funny is like people talk about Alaska. Oh, Alaska. And then the thing that like actually what really grinds my gears. No, they like, I want to go up there and take an Alaskan cruise. And I'm like, no, that's not Alaska. Especially with like what the cruise ships do to our water here in like Alaska. And they're like, oh, I saw Alaska. And it's like, no, you didn't like go into there. You just looked at it from, you know, the ship. I saw ice fall off a glacier. It was it was uh it was very beautiful. And then I never stopped in the town even to, you know, like, like. Right. Especially since those cruise ships, like not a lot of money comes to us. A lot yeah. of money, like people that working there and where all the money goes, like a lot of it goes to those companies and outside of the US, it's like actually come to Alaska. Like they they're like scared to like come ashore almost like, oh I just saw some caving glaciers or whatever also a lot of people see that as like global warming it's like no glaciers move it's just at that point that they've made it to the water you know and so they're just gonna fall into the water that's what happens <laughs> yeah, like, I, I was always a huge fan of uh, uh deadliest catch and i was like i was dead set that i was gonna go work on a crab boat in alaska um and then i had a kid and I was like, I don't want to die. Like, <laughs> yeah, As a they pay you good money. Oh but yeah, it's like you you, yeah, go, you go up there for like literally a couple weeks and come back with. 120 grand as, well, yeah, a, as, a, in, as a regular deckhand <laughs> yeah now in that couple weeks you also stared death in the face like 43 times and then kicked at the nuts twice like yeah no no there's a reason you make that kind of yeah, money and you work like a dog oh yeah. oh yeah you barely sleep you eat like shit you're frozen and wet the entire time you're there there's it like the ship itself almost poses more of a risk than anything else. Like a fucking arm can swing across a good wind oh, yeah. can take a basket across the deck. Like your homie could get pissed and just swing at you. Like you're stuck <laughs> with these people there for how long? Like, yeah. Right. No, that's, that's terrible. Fuck it. Stick me in a submarine instead. 
Like that's, right. that seems like a more logical yeah, thing. No, At least the only no, thing that's going to no. go wrong there is it's going to go catastrophic, and we're all toast. You know, yes. like that's <laughs> we will all die together when we go. <laughs> <laughs> right, or like one of your coworkers is like working too hard. It's like all work, no play. You know. <laughs> oh like, yeah, right, you no. <laughs> yeah. If you catch somebody starting to write notes, the same thing on a piece of paper like fifty times. Just just be conscious. Start start being nice to that guy. Just jump in the lifeboat right now. <laughs> yeah, either either jump in the lifeboat or just make sure that like he that knows that you're his friend, you know? Like, yeah, be like, make you're, sure not, that you're like you're not on one of the crews that Discovery Channel has, like you could be fucked. <laughs> yeah, no, like you're wearing never... the red uniforms in Star Trek. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, if you're given the red shirt, if you're just given an ensign, if you're a red uniform, you just look him dead in the face and say, I quit. <laughs> I don't care. What, what, I can't just leave. I need to be discharged. Punch him in the face. So you go discharge me. I know my rights. <laughs> exactly. Your rights I'm, don't I'm matter out, out here in international waters. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, for real, well, that's, that's, Yeah, that's the unsettling part. They don't. It's international waters. Like, anything we goes. We laugh, like, but... That's genuinely how that works. Yeah, yeah like, you then, go far oh, enough off the coast. And, and, and just... you come across a fucking Japanese whaling boat and all hell breaks loose. <laughs> No, okay, hold on. There's there's something that's, and I'm going to use this to tie into another topic here. There's something that's been happening in the world, and I don't want it to seem like we're focusing on one country, but there's one country that's been doing a lot of stuff internationally there. Um, there are boats, and I'm not going to say the country's name until we get to the end of it, but I'm sure you'll be able to piece it together. There are boats that for a while now have been going into international waters and then into national waters. So they'll go into countries' territories, India, Japan. They'll even go so far as to go around over to some parts of Africa and just fish the waters. People will ask them to stop. They don't care. The only time they actually do anything is when officials, government normally show up to try and say, hey, you know what's going on here? Give them a ticket or whatever. And then they turn around, fucking hightail it into high into uh, international waters. Sorry, pardon the language. Trying to get used to this whole cleaner podcasting. But they'll book it off into international Dollar waters where word. they don't <laughs> where, uh, where they don't have to worry about these, you know, these agencies or these officials chasing them. Now, some countries have developed a new doctrine. They instead just blow them up, like on site. Like no, no contact, nothing, not even the chance to flee into international waters to go back home. They just blow them the hell up, which is, don't get me wrong. It's intense, but I mean, when they don't listen and you can't communicate at all and like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying these are like fishers, like standard civilians just doing whatever. Like these are state run boats that are being sent out there. These are like party managed boats sent out to fish wherever they want. And yeah, no, like they're. They're just being blown the hell up. That dude. changes my perspective on it. Like the whole yeah. time, I'm like, "Damn, dude, yeah, hold on, yeah, I, I say, I'm like, "Holy shit!" I wanted to clarify that. No, these are yeah, these little are fucking state. fisherman John just fucking like yeah. accidentally goes into fucking goes yeah, into yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. some other country's waters. Like, yeah, fuck no. you, buddy. <laughs> just boom, blown out of the water. No, no, no. Like like regular civilians, you know, they'll like they'll pull up. Well, that's the difference, right? Like a civilian. If they don't know that they're doing anything, you know, an official pulls up, they're going to be like, holy shit, I'm sorry, what do they do? The official is going to come up and be like, you're not in your territory. This is so-and-so country. You must leave now. And they'll be like, oh, my God, I'm fucking sorry. And they'll leave, you know? <laughs> but these these I'm other sorry. people, like, <laughs> these state-run ones will just sit there. They don't give a shit. There's no remorse whatsoever. And then when the officials finally show up, like I said, they'll hightail it so they can't face any persecution. So these countries have just started to say, fuck it. They're just blowing them the hell up. Care to care to make a guess as to which country is uh, is doing this? 
not the one not the countries that are blowing them up but the country that is being blown up for fishing other people's waters don't know it's a I mean, I'm pessimistic enough to say the U.S., but then I also think of Japan because of how much no. fishing is involved. Really? Nope. Nope. This is okay. So I'm gonna I'll I'll leave it as a, as a guess for right now, listeners. If you've got it, five points on a high five to you. But the other tidbit. Now this is this is probably gonna point more at it, but this is where it gets interesting because the next tidbit isn't confirmed, but basically anybody in any government across the world is like yeah this is them um there's balloons casually just floating across <laughs> like half the fucking planet right now oh my god with like no explanation except for like every official being like this seems like something these people would do and so okay. it the this this was my funny part. It started up here. We were the first one to notify and then we we pinged it up to NORAD. So our D&D flagged it pinned it passed it up norad commented on it passed it off started monitoring it through the u.s as well i don't know if you know about this we pinged i think at least one more if not a second one as well also doing the same crap that we passed off to norad but those aren't getting any coverage and i know that there's three balloons so far yeah one so from what i heard one is in latin america or southern america yeah that's the third one yeah yeah and then there's the the first one for sure that we've seen kind of floating around that people are making memes about at this point um and then there's yeah there's one or two i think i want to say there's two others that dnd like our department of defense pinged um and then passed up to norad there one of them for sure is i'm thinking the other one that you were thinking there one of the one of the three but and then yeah i'm not sure but you know what's funny hmm. is like what 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 are you worried about the balloons for? You know, what do you mean? What am I worried about the balloons for? You know how, you know how many like satellites China has over our countries right do now? Do you realize <laughs> the difference in resolution and image clarity between being five hundred meters off the deck and five thousand kilometers? Yeah, I, in I, atmosphere. Yeah. I, 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 like, don't I get, get me that. wrong; those satellites are good, but there is a whole other level worth of intelligence able to be collected by those those balloons. We don't even know if it's just cameras. Like that's the thing; we're in the future. Like. They could have the well, now. That's yeah, like the future's <laughs> fucking now. Like they could have like some nutty ass form of fucking x-ray for all we know on those things. Like they probably don't, but like we're at the point where technology is it's we're it's rapidly I what the hell? Not increasing, it's getting better. Advanced. Rapidly advancing. advancing Thank yes. you. It is rapidly advancing at an exponential rate. It's at the point where we're seeing progress that we've never seen before. A hundred years ago, we couldn't even, like, we were barely even flying, and we have space stations, and Musk is talking about building a colony on fucking Mars. Like, this is like this is what I mean. Like, we have actually no idea what is on those balloons. For all we know, these balloons are just some hoax. It's some kid, and, like, I don't know. Oh, you like, had, you know, oh, oh, I've been, I've been thinking like, about it, dude. If I didn't yeah, think like, I was going to get in trouble, like, I'd fucking fly up some fucking weather balloons right now and just let them go all over the right? town. Like, <laughs> like, Honestly, oh, like, I was thinking about memes about this, and, like, um, a gender reveal party gone wrong, crazy this. <laughs> exactly. Or like, like, <laughs> like a party or like a funeral or something, you know, one just got away and they're like, oh shit, what? It is what it is. And now the whole globe's like, this is an issue. The whole, like everybody needs to panic. <laughs> well, and then also I was thinking of another really dark meme. I probably am not going to post about it, but like saying this is the gender reveal balloon for the next bomb. We've had little what was it little boy and oh big God. man or oh my God. Man and little boy holy shit. <laughs> and little boy 
Yeah, so like, let's see what the next gender of the next nuclear bomb is. Oh my be. god! Well, it 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 it'd probably be uh, <laughs> dark uh it'd probably be dark a mix humor. between blue and pink. And uh, you know, it'd be it'd, it'd be trans. I don't know what the pronouns of the next nuclear bomb is going to be. I'm sorry. <laughs> it'll just be it'll just be it. They them. It. They them. It'll just be it, it'll be yeah. They them yeah. They the, the, it'll just they, be the bomb. The, the, the bomb. The bomb. The bomb. It, it is a bomb. That's <laughs> it, well. It, we're not going to go into the distinction of male or female or any of that. Not. It's just. It's just a bomb. Well, and then what was it? Gina Carano got in trouble because her pronouns that she put on Twitter. She said beep bop boop, and I think that fits here. <laughs> or yeah, pronouns. Word. Is is that is that what she said? Like that's what yeah, she got that's in what she for said for her. Boop. That was one of the things she got in trouble for is saying her pronouns are beep bop boop. I, but that's funny. <laughs> I mean, hey, like, if somebody like, like, be... like that's not like I would like I I wouldn't like I I try and look at things from an individual's perspective that would be like you know you know like a trans person right or that you know or somebody that that you know is big on pronouns and stuff and I'm like I just. I don't see how they could be even offended by that. Okay, beep bop boop. It's just like it, it's funny, like you know, just just like you know, like a like a repetitive robot. Like it, yeah, yeah. Like I would have to. I didn't care enough. No. <laughs> no, don't get me wrong. Like I can see how it could be seen as offensive, but when we have people self-identifying as wolves and like just inanimate objects, I'm sorry. If they want to just identify as random words, there is no tangible difference. It well, is the exact same thing. Yeah, like, I mean, if they want to be beep bop boop, I mean, sure, it might be a little, a little pushing it. Yeah. Well, how can you but, get offended I mean, on her choice of her pronouns? Well, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, it's kind of pushing it, but like, she should be allowed to do that if this person thinks they're an Apache attack helicopter. Like, if that's okay, why is that not okay? Like, it's just wild. Yeah. It's like, you know, you do you type of thing, but like, I just, I thought I got a good giggle out of it. Oh yeah. No, that's funny. <laughs> I, I, hope, I, hope, I hope they take it to the extreme so I can self-identify as an untaxable individual. Oh. <laughs> like, I, I just hope they take it to that far of an extreme. I am of this land. <laughs> yeah. Take me off. <laughs> right? No, for sure. Hold on. Oh, I, I gotta, yeah. I gotta find my social contract. Um... <laughs> okay now there's there was one other one um one other topic that i've been i, I always like to circle back to it it's just I, i've always liked conflict and war and stuff like that and it kind of involves people i know and i guess my own history there the whole the conflict in, in europe right there um i'm i have a question to pose at what point are we officially at war with Russia ourselves. How much gear, how much support, how many mercenaries have gone to Ukraine? How much more are we pledging before we're just at war? Like we are at this point. We I think we can all agree. Like basically like a proxy the West. War. Yeah, no, 100 percent This is a proxy yeah. war. Like I think we can all agree that the West is at war with Russia. At what point do we just come out of the shadows and be like, fuck it, we're at war? Like, uh, how much of our resources do we have to dedicate to this before we have to full commit? And, like, the only reason I'm bringing this up is I'm watching, I think even France was talking about it. Like, France, Canada, we don't even have tanks to fucking do this with. We're giving them leopards. Germany's giving them leopards. Frank's giving them, or France is giving them tanks. You guys are giving them fucking Abrams and I think Bradley's? Like, I'm not giving them a fucking thing. 
<laughs> well, that's the beauty of it because whether that's the beauty of it because whether or like it, you are because your yeah. tax dollars oh, are going towards this. I know. That's the I thing. Know. This is a proxy war that we're not a part of, but we're still footing the cost for this in a completely separate country that's not at war that has nothing to do with any of this. We are still footing the cost for this. This is why I'm saying at what point are our governments just going to say fuck it because like this is this is getting unfair to the people at this point everybody involved yeah okay this is unfair for the people of ukraine this is unfair for the citizens of russia that didn't want anything to do with this and vice versa and then this is now unfair to everybody else in the world that's being dragged into this proxy war that isn't a war that we aren't supporting like yeah I right mean, and not only ahead. that oh i was just gonna say like not just the resources that we're putting in but also the political pressures that we're putting on there have been quite a few instances where zelensky and putin were going to call for a ceasefire or try to resolve this conflict mm -hmm. but uh people from different countries have been like no you have to keep going at one point boris johnson hopped on a plane and went over and visits visited zelensky and told him not to accept it so there's a, a lot of not just the money, but also the influence to keep it going is another thing that I have issues with. Now, people have put Ukraine up as like this democracy utopia. It's like, I believe at one point, Ukraine, like right before the invasion and everything, it was voted as like the second most corrupt country in Europe. You know, if you look at some of the policies it has there, there's a lot of things I think people in the U.S., they'd be like, oh, my gosh, you know, like uh, especially things on like gay marriage and um, items like that. Now, I'm not saying that people aren't worth saving, but like there's been a lot of things leading up to this that hasn't helped the situation. And it's not this utope like uh, or this uh, model democracy that we need to we need to not put that up on that pedestal. You know, and what do I mean? you want to hear one of the nuttiest parts about this? The same has been done, but the inverse with Russia. Did you know that Russia has free healthcare across the entire country? Did you know that Russia has free education, state-funded, across the country? Did you know that Russia has a functioning welfare system across the country? Did you know any of these things? That they're very, they're very much similar to us. It's, it's us. We're, it's the same country. We're all the same people, but they're painted to look so vilified oh it's just bass ackwards country the people are all corrupt the country's corrupt the people are terrible no health care the government doesn't care about anybody like the government pays for health care pays for funding pays for road work like yeah sure there is corruption as there is in every place i'm not denying that but i'm also saying that it's not all of this bad stuff that has been painted much like it's not all the good stuff with ukraine that's been painted just like even with canada Canada's painted to be this amazing place across the world. There's a lot of dumb shit that happens here too that, you know, like we're not this amazing picturesque country, this model democracy that everybody thinks we are. I mean, for Christ's sake, I can't even really talk about it because it's become the state. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> like and like at the same, like kind of to your point, you have, you know, this just pure hypo hypocrisy because <clears throat> not only are they ignoring that, but when they point out the similar, like, you know, a, something that is similarly done in their country, you know, and I'm not just saying Canada, they're like, oh, Russia's so terrible for doing this, yet you do it in your own country. <laughs> like, you, know, you, know, like you use it as, like, a point as to why Russia's evil, and, 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 and don't get me wrong, I do not like the Russian state, I do not like Vladimir Putin, I, you know, he, he's ex-KGB, I believe that he just 
really is just restoring the uh, communist control of Mother Russia and calling it Federation. But, <laughs> you know, I, I don't I don't think that the the motives are, you know, conquest of the West and and stamping out democracy. Like, I mean, look, you know, they want to talk about democracy. Well, well you know, look at uh, what, what was it? Pirochenko, um, the one that was elected democratically and then ousted. And then the government that Zelensky runs now is the government that was implanted there after a a revolution because they were upset and said that there was you know uh, election fraud and all that you know we've heard this story before and it just went a little differently because the republicans don't have the balls to do what they thought should have been done uh, oh dude, no dude I, I mean i was telling them that live at the capitol um I was, you know, like, you, know right. you know if you guys are going to actually rebel you probably should because they're going to say you did anyway and, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's just. Not uh, only that, um, another thing too, is like, this is kind of what makes me a libertarian is that we're talking about governments here that are having issues and creating these problems. Meanwhile, us, the, you know, the plebs are the ones that like pay for it. We're paying for the equipment and then we're also paying with our lives and everything else. We're, uh, I mean, in every aspect of our life, we're affected by this, but it is like people need to stop vilifying like a country and start vilifying like the actual actors which are government officials who are creating these issues and committing like war crimes and whatnot Genocide. <laughs> yeah and so that is like what makes me a libertarian it's like removing that power so that like governments aren't having this influence i mean you look at the statistics of how people are affected both in russia and in ukraine by this like i don't think they wanted that i can't no. think of people who wanted that no you know so i mean we actually just recently had uh two russian men that swam across and got to alaska mm -hmm. like in the frigid waters you don't hear about that i mean you hear about stuff like that between cuba and florida but we had russians swimming across to escape to alaska i don't know if many people know about that i, I heard that story but I've i also it, yeah. yeah i also look up weird yeah. things so yeah <laughs> no those are crazy ass waters over there i mean that's where mm -hmm. deadliest catch is yeah, yeah. across yeah. that no, the, no. the bering strait is one of the deadliest bodies of water like on the planet i think even it, I, in think, the boat. I think it is the deadliest body of water i in think the world. near antarctica there's some deadlier waters but but either way it, like yeah, still, it's, yeah, top yeah. three like this is like murderous stuff like you go into these waters and there's a good chance you're not coming out unless you know exactly what you're doing and you're catered for it yeah no i've, I've heard about that like it's insane like and, and even with that being said, like that, that just goes to show that like they probably have the same level of like fear and whatever blasting at them. Like, oh, the West is terrible. And they're coming over here the same as, you know, like, I don't know. It's just weird. It's, it's interesting to see the images that everybody has built of these other countries and just like what the people are actually doing with them and how the images actually stack up to reality. Well, and it's right, like the short term. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's like the grass is always greener type mentality. You know, it, it's right. also that, you know, like how the, you know, the vast majority of generations that, you know, the generation that has come after me is, you know, everything is terrible, but for the, for reasons that I don't think that it's you know, necessarily terrible, like some of the social issues, but then it's like, man, like it could be a lot worse and it, you know, it's probably going to get a lot worse because 
of the reason that I think it's bad because, you know, know, things like that, because it's, you know, authoritarian. But at the same time, like, you know, if like I I, if I could go to another country and that I thought was great, I'd many of them I'd end up going to be like, damn, this is actually kind of fucking this is this is not what I idealized it as and i was like you know like uh things are a little different and uh you know i can't be as uh socially open and and you know that's that's the one thing and you're you're feeling the effects of it slowly degrading kyle you know it i can be for the most part i've had to deal with it locally but not um not any not in any other way like censor wise um you know to just speak my mind and I can't that that is that is the one thing I I couldn't lose like that that would be like my rebellion tipping point and And (laughs) don't get me wrong like it's it's not something that I'm eager to watch happen to my country um in fact for me it's especially frustrating because I have spent my fucking adult life telling all of my friends to please go and vote and you know what I get every time my vote's not gonna matter I'm not voting well 50 votes turns into 5,000 votes turns into half the fucking country and then Trudeau wins with a majority with only like 60% of the population voting if you had just gotten up and voted we wouldn't be in this issue we wouldn't have to worry about this stuff but my vote doesn't count well I I, I, you know and then you have like you know I I hate blaming people like that you know like in, in that sense because I'm not saying flat out that they're the specific reason for it but I am saying that had those votes been counted they could have contributed one way or another to perhaps the same or a different outcome but without those votes we were robbed the chance yeah, but it also comes down to like like my personal belief is that you know it's not my like I have no right over man so it's not my right to impose my will upon them by yeah, no, not- by electing and so like you know and you know you you never know like maybe they would have voted trudeau <laughs> well that's the thing like even like even if they had like i would have been okay with it i just wanted them to make to to have a vote because when they don't vote at all that's when the numbers just get wonked out a smaller rep because it's a smaller pool the smaller voices become louder. What would have been a minority is now a majority because there's only X people to speak about other parties. You know, it's just going to be the the loudest, most dominant voice. Even if it was like the liberal party that won at the end of it with all of the votes, I wouldn't be that upset because it at least got everybody's opinion or most people's opinion. A lot of my friends that didn't vote are unhappy with the outcome of the election. And I ask them, are you going to vote again? And they say, no and like that to me that's what baffles me you know that you're unhappy with the vote with the election but you still refuse to even cast a vote okay sure yes you are one vote against like 36 37 million whatever the population is at right now sure but that's still one vote whatever the percentage it may be it is still that little percentage if everybody else is perfectly split between the country and you're that one little chunk that needs to be there to change it, then you will be that one little chunk. And don't get me wrong. If I'm never going to sit there and like drag somebody to a voting office or be like, you need to do this. You have to vote. But I'll, I will try to convince somebody if ever given the chance. Because again, like even like a group debate, it only works if everybody contributes. 
I only did that this last election cycle because I was running for office, but you know. <laughs> well, like, yeah, no, okay. <laughs> like, that's, but that's fair. You like, hook that's the just... chains to them and you're like, come on, we're going to the voting poll. <laughs> I will drive yeah. you. There. <laughs> I will drink. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you no, you like ice cream. I didn't do any of that stuff, <laughs> yeah. but no. <laughs> you, you said you like ice cream, eh, buddy? I'll swing by DQ on the way. Oh, back you said you drove them there? The isn't, that, isn't that ballot harvesting? <laughs> no, no, I didn't drive them. <laughs> I was joking with uh, my siblings for sure. I'm like, I will try you there. And they're like, I don't want to vote. And I'm like, your own sister's on the ballot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and like, and that's where you can turn around and you can say, like, look, even if you don't want to vote for me, just vote. Like, that, that's yeah. the thing. Like, even if it's not in the right place, <laughs> just make the vote hurt. That's that's my only thing. Like, I, they, I don't want everybody to agree with my ideologies and my political parties and views because that would make the world a very boring place. We need diversity. We need different outlooks and different opinions and different stances on everything. And when nobody voices their different opinion, that's when it becomes the kind of just muddied out whatever state that we have now. It's because the voices have kind of just fallen by the way. So I don't know. I'm circling here. I'm sorry. No, you're you're good. Like I like and I totally understand your thought process on it. You know, we just we differ on opinion on that. And, and and that's fine, <laughs> you know. Like that, that's the that's the great part. What's well, the perks of being adults? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like we, <laughs> it, it, it's perfectly fine, and we can sit here and have, you know, great discourse about it. Um, yeah. oh, oh, um, somebody uh, replied to something that uh, Cohen said, and then uh, you know, I I had said something. I, I guess it was kind of like mumbled. I it was like I I didn't say it clearly in text. And then like some fucking random guy was just like going off on, on me. And like, and then I fucking replied a clean, concise explanation as to what I was trying to say. And it was the first time that I have had a good response. It was like, Oh, I am very sorry. I misunderstood what you were saying. And we had like, you know, a fucking couple hour long, you know, tweeting back and forth. And I was like, Oh, this is great. And, and, and he was like, like and, and he was like, I'm going to go listen to your podcast now. I was like, fuck you, yeah, dude. <laughs> and like, yeah, that's, it's as simple as that, you know, just like, hey, I, you know what? You were right. I was wrong. My bad. And like, oh. just that little phrase. Sorry, go ahead. No, that's what I meant. Oop. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, yeah. like the Midwestern, yeah. like, oh, oh. exactly. Oh, <laughs> bad. Sorry, dude. I actually spent a lot of time in the Midwest. So like I adopted the whole, oh. Dude, I, we do the same thing. It's hard but not it's, to like, like when I when it works. I went to Michigan for four days for KyleCon last year, and like I, I literally like started speaking. Like she, she got so like my my fiance got so like annoyed probably with the with I was like oh fuck yeah bud and like all this she's just like half the Kyles that went there were like from the Midwest you know northern Midwest and it was just. It was bad. I got to work and I was talking like that. It was, oh man, it was rough. I, I feel bad for everybody. I went to college there and then I like spent some time there and I adopted so much of like Midwest culture and everything. I, I don't know what happened. Being in the prairies, it's it's kind of my culture without being that intense about it. Like I will drop the odd, oh, my bad. Yeah. I don't know. It just kind of works. Like it's, and it's the same thing with like a, like I don't even think about it. They're just good words to add to a sentence. Like a, I explained to a buddy from Missouri because he kept asking me, he's like, I hear you use it. And I think I know, but I just, I want to know what's like the context. What's the format to drop a casual a. And I was like, the easiest way to put it is something that you both already know. You just want that confirmation. Kind of like the rhetorical confirmation. It's fucking pretty cold outside. <laughs> eh, bud? Oh, it's pretty cold. 
just I, I just <laughs> pictured fair. I just pictured a group of like a group of Canadians, right? Sitting in a log cabin because kind of, this popped up, you know, in my head from our discussion earlier about looking up a background image, right? You know, like in like puffy jackets, smoking pipe cigars, and they're like trying to, you know, um, discuss the the proper use of the A in conversation. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry, my head fucks up. I do like, think that A would be better placed at the end of a question to which you know the answer. A. A. Pleases the crown. <laughs> no, pleases one the that crown. pleases the crown. A. <laughs> yeah, like bang on. Yeah, basically, like kind of exactly what I, not what I was picturing, but basically the environment that I was in when I was considering that. Yeah, it's good. It's good. So you yeah. know, the, the, your, su- yeah. your subconscious is literally that cabin in the woods with a bunch basically, of puffy guys yeah, in jackets. Just... Anyway, so it's all right. Well, no, see, well, that's and that's the not cool puffy part. Puffy guys like, well, in jackets, guys in puffy jackets. Sorry. Well, see, that's that's where it slightly differs. See, we're we're still chilling. There, you know, there's the room of gentlemen. We're still chilling in the cabin. But there's a big fire, so no puffy jackets. Instead, we've got those slick kind of smoking jackets on. Instead, <laughs> you got the glass of brandy in one hand. The you Hugh got Hefner the, jacket. The glass of maple syrup in the other. Oh, you know what? Hold on, you laugh. We there's maple whiskey. You... Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. shit's serious. Pardon the language, yeah. but <clears throat> my husband got like some syrup, but it's got like whiskey in it or something like that. And they're like, it it had this whole list of things that you can put it in, like coffee and a few other things. It never listed pancakes, and he's like. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, selling, selling yourself short there, like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well uh, he got it so my my husband's a wisconsin man so he's like i gotta try this you know and so puts it in his coffee and he's like oh this is really good and canadians are onto something <laughs> and uh, I I, I, right and i'm a hobby mead maker so i like making mead and i've thought about taking maple syrup here in alaska we actually have birch syrup which is Ooh. like similar like similar sort of idea in terms of like how you make it and stuff and it's a little bit different taste you know but like i want to make some mead with it and i think it would be really have you good. ever had birch beer no it's like root beer but it's birch beer it's it's like big in pennsylvania oh my god mm. see if you can find some right and mm. it is it is a totally different taste than anything you would think of um it is fucking delicious oh sorry sorry it is stupendously <laughs> delicious young chap <laughs> well i'm sorry eh? my whoa, bad whoa. bud <laughs> whoa, whoa. another dollar and a swear there bud nope sorry oh you guys should have an episode where it's a full-blown gentleman's kyle podcast oh top hat and like oh. a pipe okay hold like- on this is this is one time in which i will swear freely fuck around i will do that <laughs> yeah, I'll I will go and get a smoking jacket. I will I'll put on a nice. I'll like break out one of the nice shirts, you know, like the actual suit shirts, and mm-hmm. I'll slick the hair back and everything. Get a glass of whiskey with a couple. I, I'm, po- I'm posting it in the council and... right now that this is that, that <laughs> we're, we're recruiting gonna... Kyles with oh decent goodness. mics and 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 uh, and uh, cameras for a gentleman's. Um, Hold on, no, no, I, I, I like this though. I like that a lot, actually. Now, hear me out. Hear me out. We, we could build off of that. Do like a gentleman's night with drinks and some finer attire, right? But do like a different format. Like discuss, like discuss stuff, but 
as we're slowly like i know there's a like a drunken stories podcast but not quite like that just kind of like we'll drink as we go and then kind of like slowly deteriorate but we'll try and dig into like like decent like like i don't know like decent topics like not quite like news stuff like we'll have to think of like like philosophical stuff or something like that like just something that's you know going to be really interesting to grip into and then watch deteriorate as we dip into the brandy so so you're talking about the majority of of long session podcasts that are out there right now except it's just kyle's and smoking jackets and just like <laughs> once here and there basically yeah yeah and then yeah, yeah. and then and yeah, one sober one sober one just sitting there fucking just geeking. just dying the whole time <laughs> Just like I can be the Chanel West Coast of the podcast dying. (laughs) I'll 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 hold down the the northern the northern central spot here. I'll I'll break out some Canadian oh some local made stuff. Actually, okay. Have you tried um Crown Royal? That's made actually. You've tasted okay. That's made within like a few hours of where I am. I well, thought, no, it's, oh, it's, it's, it's more like six hours. I thought that was—I yeah. thought that was like made in like one of the islands in the Bahamas. What? No, Crown <laughs> Royal is Canadian. Might be thinking of something uh, else. The, what am, what no, am I? Crown, oh, oh no, that's uh, even like Bacardi Malibu or something. No, Bacardi's made in uh, Puerto oh, Bacardi, Rico, yeah, isn't yeah. it? You know what? No, I'm curious. <laughs> I don't actually know. <laughs> I'm like looking it up right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, and I just want to state that this is not an advertisement for any of the companies that have been mentioned. <laughs> yeah, don't get me wrong. Yeah, nowhere are we plugging these people. I just it's a source of local pride because a lot of people enjoy that stuff. Like my buddy from Missouri that I was mentioning earlier, his poison of choice is Crown Royal. And when I explained that it was local, he's like, "Oh, that's insane." Gimli, Manitoba, Lake Winnipeg. Yep, yep. It's north of me by quite a few hours there, but it is still close enough there. Um, and then okay, Bacardi. Where was Bacardi from? Or was that all? That's not also from Gimli, right? <laughs> I was like, hold on, that would be impressive. Uh, it's they have facilities in Mexico and Puerto Rico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Be- well, because I okay, that's what I thought. Because uh, Hunter Thompson Rum Diaries, it like they like uh the uh one character steals uh filters from the bacardi factory um and like just like huffing them and shit I don't know, that's, that's, <laughs> <laughs> the rum trade is really interesting though too from like a legal standpoint because of all the treaties and stuff so like you can't have molasses and other like drinks like i want to make a mead with molasses in it but like i can do it as a hobby but if i were to sell it because of like rum trade treaties i can't do mm-hmm. that Oh, yeah. Hold on. So let me get this straight. So molasses is the defining factor in it yes. becoming a rum product and you no longer being able to sell it? Yes. Yeah, because of the rum treaty. So like when it comes to law, treaties are above all other laws. So like here in the U.S., it would be above the Constitution, actually. You know, there's actually a treaty between uh, the U.S. and Canada that's no longer like observed, even though like it should be. Um, First Nation people don't need to yeah, like, no, present papers passage. or anything. Yeah, yeah, but no one recognizes it. No. No, and if you go to the border and you try to flex that on them, they'll probably call you an idiot and you'll have to sit there for a couple hours and argue with it. And eventually you'll get some kind of man- management who's like, oh, yeah, no, that's a thing, dude. Like, let's Well, yeah, it. treaties, are, yeah. treaties yeah. are above all other law unless the ones that have to respect it become more powerful than the ones that accept it. You see what I'm saying? Like, 
you know, like the U.S. can can trample on you know treaties that they they made with you know First Nation tribes because they ha they just have the power to do so and don't have to worry about you know retaliation. But if they go against a treaty with you know Canada or the U.K. or you know like you know a, a major power in the world, they have to worry about major ramifications for it. Yeah, 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 and. It's unfortunate. It really is because it's it's the same kind of an idea up here. There's um, well, actually, here's here's a tricky one because there's a lot of treaties that were signed that are still reasonably being honored, but things have like a lot of dynamics have changed over the years, which is a big thing that like it, it's not an issue per se with treaties, but it's like a caveat with them because they were written when they were written, right? And they're designed right. not to be rewritten or reworked on. They're supposed to be just kind of like the founding law, but a lot of these are no longer like they don't make sense in a modern context anymore and that's where a lot of the a lot of the modern issues like specifically with the whole first nations in canada is like trying to to kind of i guess readjust it so that it is applicable in the modern world because when they were first written it like everybody was happy it was a global community like well not global but a, a national communication like everybody was on the same page it worked as times have changed they weren't changed because well they're treaties like they're not supposed to change and that's where yeah huge issue of the issues are coming up or a huge source of the issues are coming up could right you now. imagine like some country being like well i have this slave trade treaty from 1547 presenting it to like uh to to like uh like the coast guard in the u.s uh, you know I, bringing bringing people in from africa it's just like i have well, this you know, treaty you know what you laugh though they're I'm pretty sure there is actually stuff like that, though. I don't know about specific treaties, but well, there's there are actual slave trades still. That's but what I, I mean. I, yeah, I know. Like, there uh, are huge parts of the world where, like, you could go that and the king could just show up with, like, 15 people in his posse, only two of which are paid. Like, and it's just, like, it's a thing that just happens, which is so fucked because we live in the future. Well, like, have you seen modern slavery statistics? Like, yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, like, actual, like, not, not, oh, they pay us. 725 an hour slavery uh like i mean unpaid labor forced labor it, dude it it is it is disgusting uh that's and, why i don't use nestle products yeah nestle's one of them hershey's yeah. mars yeah. Uh, hershey's hard for me to stay away from but i i, I try <laughs> i try i i really i mean i stopped eating a lot of chocolate um trying i like fitzkies is one that i absolutely love because they're from where i was born in Pennsylvania and their chocolate's so good. And mm -hmm. they are ethically sourced as far as I've ever known. So, I mean, cause it's, and that's the, that's the thing that sucks is that it's so hard to, to you know, to make sure that everything is ethically sourced because, you know, not just because, you know, some of it's from like, you know, so, you know, it'll be like some, farming village way out in the middle of nowhere and it's you know hard to get an inspector to make sure that they're always doing it um ethically but also because you have corrupt governments involved who are like yes this is ethically done uh these guys all work for the government and it's like they don't work for the government when the inspectors leave they're slaves and it's yeah dude it's sad it's sad that it's sad that this is still happening and it's fucking 2023 and we've been a we've been somewhat okay somewhat civilized um for you know thousand thousand years i'd say fairly fairly civilized for the past thousand years as far as like 
basic principle of like you know property and man and woman like you know like, um things have yeah. you know things have gotten better but the f fact that the fact that slavery was still a prominent thing until the late 1800s baffles me um e even with you know a long-standing movement during that time like could, could you imagine um like civil rights you know you know going on for a hundred years like <laughs> the civil rights movement like could you imagine that taking place over the course of a hundred years like that's just that's that's nutty well and like it, it did drag on like that's one of the the neat parts but not at the same time like we're we're even now we're still in the midst of some civil rights debates like we don't we may not see it the same way but like we're always going to be in pursuit of like the ultimate liberties for everybody there because like uh, like no no person is 100% free in in a modern world like it's just it's not something that works unfortunately it's partially the way the government's set up it's partially the way that we have to work it's kind of just the way that everything is is built but it, like that's that's also on the same thing like that's why we're also always going to be continuously chasing that like the the civil the main civil rights movement yeah there was a period in time where it was like the primary focus but like throughout the history of man there's always been kind of the, the struggle and the balance and just kind of the the seek for that kind of perfect nature it's just kind of always going to be that pursuit i think just, yeah there's like a lot of things with like first nation stuff that i've been talking about like with residential schools they didn't stop until the 80s you know, and then there's a bunch of other things too. There was the Indian Adoption Act, and that brought in ICWA. So uh, I believe there's something very similar in Canada, but I can't remember the name of it. But it was there's, the Indian Child Welfare Act. Yeah, there's uh, a lot of stuff like that. Yeah, and it's still going on today. In fact, um, I was talking with Spike, and we made this post about how, like, children are being taken out of Alaska and sent to psych wards in Texas and Missouri. I think Colorado is another state as well. And disproportionately, it is um, uh, Native American children. And these are children that are being diagnosed with being irritable, you know, or, like, troublesome, One like, wise. very vague things and it's like they're being a child and maybe well, yeah. they need a little bit better guidance and at-home therapy to help them with something you know but they don't need to be sent to a psych ward thousands of miles away and then they're stuck there for years and then they come back and then they rebound because they were institutionalized you know pretty much and that's what they were said so there's definitely things today um it kind of sucks like when i bring up these things and I talk about them like no there's definitely things to be talking about and you know it's just people immediately think I'm talking about reparations or other like toxic um things that are seen with the civil rights movement it's like no like there, there's actual things guys yeah, Come on. Like, yeah just want to fix the current actual problem that is currently affecting people that are living right now and like you know like, like children are still being yes, taken yes. guys it's like <laughs> So stuff like that. So there, there certainly is different aspects that are being talked about. I just, it really sucks that there's bad actors, like the stuff that we saw recently with BLM, there are BLM leaders that were taking millions of dollars for themselves and really just putting a bad taste in everyone's mouth about the civil rights movement and taking advantage of it and just ruining it. It's like, no, there's, there's things we need to fix people. <laughs> like, yeah. And I, I can, I can speak on that personally um, because I met, uh, during Trump's inauguration, I went to film um, as a reporter, <clears throat> and uh, I actually met up with uh, Black Lives Matter DC 
they weren't directly like associated with Black Lives Matter. So like they formed, they were one of the ones that formed their own chapter and started their own grassroots stuff. They were fucking awesome. Like I, I they spoke the message that, you know, I agree with and, you know, things that needed to be heard and weren't asking for money all the time in their Facebook group. And, and they, and they also like, they came down to Virginia during the, the John Gear and Natasha McKenna protests and like came with us. And like, those were all great people said great things, helped get great things done. And, uh, the contrast between like the figureheads of black lives matter international and, them is drastic <laughs> yeah because the the main international movement like they're they're organized right they have their whole organized whatever leadership and a lot of it was tainted like you said corrupted these smaller little pop-up chapters they're believing in what the actual movement was and the actual message not whatever the hell whoever says from wherever it's it's what they actually believe they're going to push for actual civil rights and stuff like that and they'll probably even be respectful for a lot of it because they don't have this massive movement behind them to just keep funding them with money and more people to support them. You know, but they have to actually preach a good message to get people on board. Do you, do you guys remember it was, um, it was right. It was a week after the, um, the, the major protests started. Okay. Um, a couple of years ago. Why am I drawing a blank on the name? Um, Minneapolis. Um, Oh, um, Oh my God. I, I can picture his face. Yeah, I. Um, is that the one where they were kneeling on him? And yes, 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 yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't, oh, I, oh shit! Like I, I, I've reported on this frequently. Like I don't understand oh. why I can't remember his name right now. Um, oh my god! Now this, okay, I feel no, really on, bad right stop, now stop, because stop. no, don't. I want to take up. No, I want to comment on this. Okay, do you know why we can't think of his name? Because so because hours. it was said so much that it was said so much. There was so much controversy over that. There was so much that was muddied. There was so much that was left to the last minute to actually disclose to the public. And there have been so many other instances of not just people being killed, but of uh, like police violence or people just acting out and being reprimanded. He wasn't personally reprimanded, let alone even in the right yeah. way. But yeah, even trauma. Like there's been so much that has been happening. That it's almost impossible to remember this now. Like, we can all see his face. Yeah, George Floyd? Yeah. Yes, yeah. George Floyd. George Floyd. There we go. George Floyd. Like, the fact that it took that much effort to go back and think of, right? It's, the movement is, it's almost like it's lost the, the soul behind it. Because that could have been... A potential almost like martyr, right? Well, like well, they that's really what I was, that, Okay, that's that's what I was getting at because the first like two weeks, the whole like the whole yeah, of the world, 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 that other nations came together and were like, "This is wrong." Like shit needs to change. Started looking at their own countries as well regarding this stuff, and then all of a sudden, you have like organizations like blm international that come in and just fucking nah fuck that you know reparations you know oh sorry 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 um f that okay i'm gonna go through and bleep it but like it, it, and, it, and starts going on this like message of anger when everyone you had police departments you had the minneapolis police department coming out there and like you know 
working with people, you know, standing with them and stuff. The chief, uh, the, you know, the chief was out there. All, just all this stuff that was like nice to see. And it was like, damn, damn, shit's about to change. And then fucking it just all went to hell. And it, you know, and it's like both, you know, actors from the state and actors probably influenced by state actors, you know, on the, on the activist side pushed it to a totally different thing and that's when the riots happen and like oh, dude it's just it, it's so frustrating to see because it was such a beautiful thing that was coming out of such a horrible thing and then it just got destroyed and it it's because that division has to remain or else everything collapses for them well yeah it's divide and conquer like it's, yeah. it's been said in previous podcasts spike even said it last time himself there like it's it's one of the oldest rules in the book one of the oldest tactics and tactics sorry in the book um, yeah and it's unfortunate because you know it we see stuff like this that could have been it could have been used for the better by a few different parties there but uh it was it just went the wrong way and i i think another thing with that too is i think we're at the point where we can talk about the toxicology reports oh yeah uh, of george floyd of george floyd yeah yeah can we can we address the fact that he was under the influence of a couple substances at the uh, moment no, okay. there's a lot of stuff I, found in his system did you ever watch my free source reporting breakdown of of that on, on YouTube? possibly all right so the levels that were in his system are consistent with a user of mm -hmm. of the drug like a regular okay. user yeah. yeah okay but not an act like but the levels that were in there were not of an active um, amount of heroin that would cause an overdose in anyone and if he was a, and if he was a regular user the amount that was in his system was consistent with having done heroin maybe 8 hours prior which would still be a detriment to his system. His body's still going to be compromised having done that much hard drugs for a long time. His heart's going to be overworked. His blood system, his nervous system, everything is going to be overworked from being inebriated. Yeah, but, uh, and, but you could be a, you know, you could be an overworked, you know, overweight individual, but somebody kneeling on your neck and cutting off the blood flow and oxygen to your brain will still kill you. Not his neck. Uh, no, it, it, you can see it in the picture. He's on his shoulder blades. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, like, the specifics of that necessarily. But, yeah, when it comes to, like, people start talking about, like, the health of individuals that are hit by police brutality, there's actually plenty of examples still, too, where people are perfectly healthy. They're mm -hmm. young. They don't mm -hmm. use. And uh, police brutality still happens, you know. Oh, yeah. And so it's. Yeah. And kind of as a libertarian it's more of like you're you're able to do what you want with your body or with consenting adults uh in that regard so it like up here in alaska when people were like well he was a heroin user it's like well he still shouldn't be pinned no, to the and ground I'm, and like, I'm not but like i understand what you mean though yeah and i'm not saying that because he was a drug user that he needed to be arrested or pinned or you know held on the ground there but i like i've seen that tactic like i've worked security before my buddies worked security i've got friends who've worked in law enforcement i've you know the whole lines of like that's that's not an uncommon thing how that officer 
was holding him down. That's that's not uncommon in the slightest. Uh, in, 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 in the U.S., it is not trained in the majority of police departments and is trained. The majority Don't are trained not to do that specifically even before this happened and now it's uh, now it's against the law in most states because and and and, and that the, is the cause the of death only... was cardio mm. cardiopulmonary arrest complicating complicated from law enforcement subdual restraint and neck compression complicated by not caused or induced complicated Arre by. okay not complicated arrest complicating law enforcement subdual restraint and neck compression complicating exactly so not the actual cause not the induced cause of death or the confirmed, the complication that led to it, leading to believe that there was an existing set of circumstances that had then been complicated by said law officer. This is why, like, and this is another reason why I'm having a feeling that it kind of majorly dropped out of the spotlight because stuff like this started to come up. People started to question it. What was the motive? What actually happened? Again, the, the method of restraint used, sure, could have been better, but in the moment, he had no other way of restraining that individual, unfortunately. The other officers were not providing any sort of assistance. He had to have him, like, he was proving aggressive. Like, in that instance, the only other alternative would be to wrangle him into a car. With him being the only officer that was actually handling him, nobody helping him. He's well, not no, able to no, 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 see, see, that's, that's where you're getting things confused. Because he was already in the car. He was, yes, so he's... He was already yeah. in the car. And, and yes. it, it, like... Was he not making Chauvin? Like, Chauvin had nothing to do but shut the door. That's all he had to do: shut the door, leave him alone. Mm -hmm. Like ignore what he's saying. But Chauvin knew him personally. Mm -hmm. he, I didn't know that part. Floyd was a Floyd and uh, Chauvin was, was, a, was, a, was a bouncer at a was a bouncer at a club that Floyd was also a bouncer at a club, and they had personal issues between each other at some point in time and that was that indicated to some that that you know he purposefully did what he did you know like, like that he went out of his way to antagonize him but it's neither here nor there what that floyd was purposely antagonizing chauvin no that's no that chauvin was purposely antagonizing floyd like the 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 whole basis of the interaction they you know the still i still believe they don't even have the supposed 20 dollar bill that was the supposed reason for the call for chauvin to even go out there um because it the the whole reason for the call was a supposed 20 dollar bill passed at you know a counterfeit 20 dollar bill passed at, at at a store and I, yeah, I, I don't, I, I haven't touched on this in over two years. <laughs> like, I will say when it comes to these sort of issues, because like, this is something that I like, these sort of stories like this, I bring to light a lot of times and same with Spike. Uh, I mean, we're talking about humans. So like mm -hmm. there's mistakes made and stuff. The biggest thing, why we uh, really highlight how the state or, you know, uh, government officials, what have you, were wronged is because there's no consequences when they are wrong. So we like, we are the people that have to put them on blast. Now people are human. They make mistakes or, you know, they may have been under the influence when stuff happened, but they had severe consequences sometimes to the point where like, you know, in this case death occurred, which is way too far. However, there's no 
consequences on the state side, you have things like qualified immunity, uh, you know, and other types of immunities that are put into place, or just people aren't charged that need to be charged with the crimes that they've been made. So that's kind of, uh, when we talk about these sort of stories, that's why I really uh, highlight how the state acted because there's no consequences. You know, how how else do we improve things? And this was one of the rare instances and that it was, there were consequences for the actions, you know, as far as the state's concerned, the taxpayers are, you know, liable for their actions, you know, as far as, as far as lawsuits and and things go. Um, and you know, because even in civil suit, if they took Chauvin, you know, Chauvin and the others, uh, in civil court independently qualified immunity would be able to be used in civil court for them. And it's just, I don't know, man. Like I, and don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that the death was by any means just or warranted. Like it's, it was still an unjust death and he shouldn't have died as he did there. But I, I can under, like, I see both sides of it. That's, that's my frustrating part because there are two sides. So there are three sides to every story. Unfortunately, there's both sides and then the truth. Um, I can see both sides on it. I can understand roughly why he, the officer was treating him the way that he did without any back. Like I'm trying to go like unbiased without any backstory there. I can also understand why everybody is upset that George Floyd had the complications that he did because of it. It's, it was a messy situation just kind of across the board, but like it brings to light uh, an interesting point. The whole qualified immunity thing like that is it's a touchy one, but it's, it's unfortunately it's something that's kind of necessary in that field there are some times where you are going to have to make a rash decision where it's, you know, you or the 50 people behind you versus the dude in front of you or whatever it might be in that instance, you know? Sure, sometimes, like you said, humans may make mistakes and yeah, it might be the ultimate wrong decision, but there are plenty of instances where I will guarantee you that that decision is what saved people and the immunity is what saved them and was able to let them do it again if they ever needed to in the future. And that's that's where the tricky part comes in. It's and this is where I guess I'm kind of lucky because I'm able to see it and that kind of objective kind of almost like a yeah, just objective based mindset. Um, like with the whole the, the fact that I was a cadet for seven years there, I can look at it from almost like a like a strategic point of view, you know, the one for a million kind of a thing. <clears throat> I can get it there. There will be times where it, it'll get messy. But to have the option of that one V 500 that to have the option of the one be the one to save it, that is critical because you need people able to make those decisions to react quickly and accordingly. Now, again, yeah, that's that does bring up interesting possibilities where people might overreact or we have something like what happened with George Floyd there. But again, there are other instances where those are going to prove invaluable, where you need that kind of a power and, and immunity for somebody in that position, specifically law enforcement. Like I, I have no qualms whatsoever with law enforcement. I have nothing but the utmost respect. And I've, I've dealt with them on both sides of it. No problem with them whatsoever. They're just, like we keep saying, they're just humans doing their job. Same as us, right? And that whole immunity thing, like let's say uh, like one of us was put into a situation where we had to react. And for us in that situation, our action made sense. It was the only viable situation. We come out of it. Clarity comes back around. We're able to see a little bit more fully. There was another outcome that could have gone better. But we made the decision that we did because in that instance, <clears throat> that seemed like the smartest, best decision. Yeah, but now, 
can I can I interrupt you real quick on that? Probably but, going where I was going next, but sure. But here here's the thing that the the problem with qualified immunity it should be a a kind of direction of defense and that's as high as it should go because qualified individual making a you know a qualified judgment call now let's see if the facts all hold up to it instead of yeah. a instead of like a a blatant immunity to to a situation like i i agree with you in a in, in the current system settings you know that that is like like what i just said would be uh the okay scenario like yeah you know. and that's that's how it's supposed to be and like that's 100% where like i said like that's where it was going to go you just kind of beat me to it um cuz there's a it has to be founded right like you can't just have somebody like oh well i did it and it seemed right like if if it was a dumb decision regardless it's a dumb decision like if there is in some way okay yeah all the facts led up to it that was the only outcome and it resulted in a positive outcome then okay, sure, take a look at the diplomatic immunity or the the immunity from persecution in that instance. But if it is investigated and it's found to be a little bit more fucked up, then yeah, they, they should definitely be tried. Like it's yeah. I'm not saying that because they practice law that they're above it, but there there should be some leeway. But no, I'm like I'm agreeing with you on this. Like yeah, there, yeah. there should be some level of like like they look back on it and they do investigate a little further. I don't think that happened per se with Chauvin as well as it should have, but that's that's kind of just like it. I don't want to be that guy, well, but that seems to be the nature of your system as it's set up. Well, there. like for example, let me John John Gear in Fairfax, right? This is one of the few times that I've seen qualified immunity not granted. Mm -hmm. Um and that was there was a standoff situation due to a domestic dispute call. Okay. Guy John answered his door, said there was no dispute. Uh the his partner said there's no dispute we're fine we were just arguing and they were like well you have to come out here somebody has to go to jail and he's like what and he's like i'm not coming out like this is so they it he just kept refusing to come out which i would too and um so it ends up being this whole standoff bring the swat team you have an officer sitting there with his gun on him the whole time from his vehicle, you know, like behind his vehicle. And at some point there's, they were, they were just negotiating with him. There's nothing violent going on. The officer fired his gun, shot John, John fell back door shut. They didn't even try to go in to render aid or anything for almost an hour. Okay. So qualified immunity, all they have to say is that they believed that like th due to their training they believed that it was the right thing that's it like they like in order to claim that and it has mm. to be blaringly obvious as in that situation yeah, he has to like walk out <laughs> with a rifle and like plate armor and like ready to sorry to be crass but ready to fuck you know, yeah. like not, not oh. just walking out there having a casual. Ooh, another dollar in a square jar. <laughs> yeah, another dollar in a square jar. Exactly. We'll have to. We'll find a noise that we can just plug over the <laughs> the swears at some point. We'll figure it out. But, but but either way, like yeah, like in that instance, like I'm I'm hoping he wasn't granted immunity. Uh, that that was one of the view, the few, like literally uh, even as a 
former cop lock reporter, that is one of the few cases that I have seen a judge say no, <laughs> like that well, this yeah. is this yeah. is in no way. But what's messed up is that and this is the biggest problem is that the union, the federal, the, the police union backed him like a motherfucker. Dude. Like they well, they went like balls to the wall. No, like but that's the thing with the, the union needs to understand is that you're the, the union is not going to survive the future if you keep doing things like that like if you if you're not like nah dude like that's you you were wrong you committed murder like you know and in uh tor the, the officer's reasoning adam torres was that he had had a fight with his wife that morning that was his reasoning he had, had a fight with that wife, his wife that morning he shouldn't have been there if, yeah, if, if it was if he was that emotionally disturbed and and see yeah, and if that's the problem is that they don't like many officers don't think like, hey, I'm in a fucked up mental state today. Maybe I should tell my sergeant that I can't go into work to possibly be in a situation where I have to make a split second judgment call as to whether or not I'm going to take someone's life because I'm probably yeah. just going to make the call to take it. <laughs> like, yeah. well, at that point, like call in and be like, hey, I had a rough ass morning. Is there some paperwork <laughs> I can do? You need some emails drafted? You know, I'll make some coffee. I'll tell you what, I'll even clean the bathrooms. How's that sound? But like, and, and, yeah, and, and another major problem is that there's no, you know, if you're going to have this this type of system that they currently have, things need to be reported across the board. And the problem is that there's no, like, system for, hey, this guy was fired for killing someone <laughs> because he got out and got a job at another police department initially until happened. we found out, <laughs> until we found out. And that ended quickly. Um, no, I like I think up here, I think we have a little bit more solidified registry when it comes to that kind of a thing. Like I think their records are very easily accessible. Oh, socialist country would no. <laughs> well, exactly right. Like I'm pretty sure it's it's all very easily accessible. It's all right there. So like you don't have to question. We have Aussie records. <laughs> and like the the neat part, like in the, this is kind of going back. And like I know the U.S. has a similar practice, but it doesn't seem properly implemented. Um. Up here, in order to be a police officer, you need to have like a legal degree um, of some sort, be it even just a certificate from the police academy saying you yeah, went to their water. Yeah, we, we talked we, we, we talked about this that a couple episodes ago. Yeah, like it, I mean, you have to go to the academy and stuff here. Um, yeah. But there's no like, which is weird because there's no federal database for this, but there is for like you know register firearms. I don't, but yeah. <laughs> you, you would yeah. you would think that something like this, but it doesn't benefit the government. It makes things more complicated for well, them, and in their opinion, that's the nuttiest part. As I'm sitting here waving this, trying not to spark it, um, that's the nuttiest part about it is that there is like there's there's a lot of people that would like to be law enforcement that given the chance they would immediately jump into being law enforcement and i feel like a lot of these places and don't take this the wrong way it's it's just whatever individual places there i feel like a lot of these places are kind of starting to overlook that kind of thing overlook the training be like well you have the drive we can train you whatever kind of thing and uh, that's that's one of the reasons i'm kind of okay with like the super state that i've kind of grown to live into here um is that you know we we do have that kind of mandated stuff and like there's exams you know there's all kinds of documentation that needs to be there proven even the precincts themselves they'll test you they'll make sure like they'll retrain you on top of it to go over and above and like that kind of training 
sure, it might cost more at the beginning, but it's going to cut down on actual costs later. It's going to cut down on court costs from cops that don't know what they're doing or that don't know how to properly react mm-hmm. or civil cases from people that are suing for, you know, all this stuff. I will say when it comes to like the costs and stuff like that. So like there is like there is funding for it. However, like with a lot of different aspects in the U.S., so much of the money goes to like administrative stuff or, you know, the things that were lobbied and whatnot. There's so much corruption in terms of where our money goes. So you see, like, for example, teachers, our teachers, you know, we talk about how much they're paid and uh, compared to uh, the administrative costs, like, uh, about it depends on what state you're in, but about 50% of the money that's supposed to go to education doesn't even reach the classroom. It goes to other things before it even gets there. So already so much of it is shaved off before we even get to the classroom. You see that in all aspects of government, how much the top is just this leech sucking up all this money. Like there are people just making, you know, they're, like they're made because they're well connected up on top. So and there isn't this sort of checks and balance to make sure that doesn't happen. So I, I could understand like, oh, I, I would love officers to be trained much better and have better equipment in terms of training. However, you see so much up at top being taken. And also, I mean, there's other costs as well. And just the way things are implemented is why I have like this libertarian mindset. Like I would love for there to be like... I, when you were talking about the more philosophical side of qualified immunity, what it could be used for in an ideal situation. However, the mm-hmm. way that it's implemented now and abused, that's why folks like myself are against it because, uh, I mean, it's gotten to the point where the U.S. government is, I don't know if you ever hear about in cards, like the dealer always wins. The U.S. government is the, the dealer. Always wins. Made, yeah. yeah, exactly. So that's kind of how it's, how the cards are stacked. Like the house is always going to win. So that is why, like, I'm libertarian or I have this libertarian mindset against qualified immunity. And there's a few other things, too, that, like, like you talked about, like, with the training and whatnot, the, the money's all going to administrative stuff. It's going mm. to the bad stuff that doesn't need, like, they don't need to make millions up there, you know, so. No, exactly. And again, like, with me being, like, a third party, like, again, I'm kind of like the the cozy old couple above a meth lab there i i have you know a view you know i can every now and then i'll see a reflection up you know i'll see what you're watching on tv here and there and i'll hear the odd word through the floor but yeah a good chunk of it like it's it's not super common knowledge you know like i, I do we do understand that there is unfortunately a, a fair amount of corruption that kind of runs through various various levels of uh well, i mean that's any everything <laughs> is. Oh, i mean and, and the thing is that's that's any situation where people have power over others i mean it's an unfettered power over others which is increasingly becoming unfettered power in the u.s and you know from from even local offices as you know i you know i've found out recently <laughs> so i, I uh, joke about it often here um saying that you know we're becoming the state yeah. I don't want to be that guy, but I mean, you guys are not too far behind us here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I know. Um, and I don't mean like oh, the state, like most people think. You know, I'm thinking like the state. You know, like some some mid 1980s stuff that was supposed to be written as a warning, not a manuscript. <laughs> some George Orwell sort of stuff. <laughs> I have that sitting around somewhere. 
Orwellian uh, nightmares. No, well, that poor fellow. The Mandela effect is just going to take it away from me. It never existed. No, Which no, I heard they're actually uh, they're rewriting 1984. Actually, I bet they are. Yeah, and then they're yeah, and then they're going to try and burn all the old copies and ban them from public access. And they're going to paint it so the government's actually the good guy in the Hold story. On, I'm going to I'm going to download it onto my flash drive and and put my yeah grab, put my put my, book, put my my hard right. copy in a uh, in a fire safe lockbox and I'm going to bury yeah. it at a specific coordinate. Um, grab a couple uh, PDFs, throw them on a thumb drive, you know. But yeah, they're rewriting 1984, which is just anyone it's who's ironic. read Ar- Orwell is just like it. It's he ironic. Talks it, about this. He's yeah. worried about this. It's literally <laughs> what the book is about. Like, yeah. <laughs> this and like Fahrenheit 451 is another one mm-hmm. that I think of about it. But yeah, they're rewriting Animal 1984. Yeah. And how they're posing it is that they're writing it from their perspective of, um, I can't remember the main female character's name. Uh, I read it in high school, so it's been a little bit, even though it may not look like it. Been a long (laughs) time. Jesus. No, uh, it's it's been a while. Uh, (laughs) I turned 30 this year. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I I just turned 30 and I look 40. So uh, yeah, I was going to say we're, we're all around the same point here. Don't. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So it's been a while, but the main, female character so they're going to write it from her perspective and rewrite the story and like maybe i'm judging it before it even comes out judging a book by its cover Ah. but like orwell literally said don't rewrite my shit yeah no don't like tough where's the dollar uh, (laughs) (laughs) you know we we need we need to count it all up and we'll just like donate it to some charity (laughs) you know what hey you know what that's not a bad idea because like we do swear a fair bit and like i'm gonna swear no matter what maybe that's what we do maybe we just decide on the charity and then every time we drop swears we just we have to chip in that that couple bucks to the charity and and if anybody listening wants to match that <laughs> we'll we will yeah where they go more than welcome that yeah right you know what actually i like that concept oh um, i like it because it'll probably make me stop swearing because i i i'm don't have the money because <laughs> well, no, so got, I, I will I, I will be broke very quick sir so. i'm the poor minority here. <laughs> i'm the charity <laughs> look at me i'm the charity <laughs> i need the money now <laughs> yeah but you know and I, I worked in mines and my brothers are sailors and yeah all that other stuff so <laughs> but um no it just he, he warred against it so it yeah, I don't know if you guys and, knew about that. That's a little more recent news. <laughs> I, I had heard of it. I honestly was kind of hoping it was just like some Babylon whatever story, you know, like the bee kind of nonsense. Just some, you know, some it's hard to tell but... these days. How yeah. bad well, is yeah. it? How bad is it that they had to make a not the bee? Like, right? Like, <laughs> you have the Babylon bee, which is supposed to right. be. Yo, just absolute absurd, yo, satire. And then they had, yo, somebody made not the bee because the absurd satire is becoming the reality. And people are like, this is satire. It's like, this is not the Babylon Bee. It is not. Like, this <laughs> they is had an episode about thing. this, actually. They went back to different, like, Babylon Bee articles that they had written, like, as a joke that had actually come true. They had enough instances, they created a whole episode on it. Dude, That's what if insane. what if our reality has been created by the the mental inception of of the creators of Babylon B? Like like and just, the Simpsons, uh, and and the the Simpsons. Sim- yeah, and Matt Groening, dude. Oh my God, Matt, Matt Groening. Yeah, hold on, yeah. 
I'm sorry. The, like all jokes aside, that guy, one of those boys, I don't know who, somebody on that fucking Matt team. Matt Groening, is he, he is yeah, it, yeah, he, he, 100%. He, like, I'll fight somebody for that. There's no way. Dude, he literally oh, yeah. created a show about a guy who gets frozen and wakes up in, 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 uh, what, 2999 <laughs> in, in the, in the year 3000. And, and so it's like, you know, he's tech, time traveling. You know what I mean? Like he created that show and then he has all these crazy, dude, what? What if what if he's Fry? What if he's Philip J. Fry and he was frozen in time and then found out a way to come back and then he made a show warning everybody. <laughs> His poor dog. Oh man. <laughs> Damn. I, I, I had I to right? every time I watch that episode. So dude. sad. So sad. But, you know the episode we're talking about, right? Uh I, I've watched a few episodes. I know what show you're talking about. Okay, I have not watched okay. that episode. It, but uh, yeah. No, we, we don't explain it or anything, just at some point, when you have a moment, watch the Futurama the dog episode. Yeah. Lately, I've been watching Bluey. So. <laughs> oh my god! There, you know how many Australian Kyles there are? I okay. There's actually a lot of Australian libertarians too. I am amazed at how many Australian followers I have. I mean, they're probably I know all named Canadian Kyle. Followers like too. literally, <laughs> all of your Australian followers are probably named Kyle because they're like the only <laughs> fucking Australia. Oh, damn! Damn! Uh, they're the only Australians <laughs> <laughs> that, that that are libertarian. Right. right. And then you were talking about like how you're going to like Canada is going to be censoring like shows from outside of Canada. Are you guys going to lose Bluey? <laughs> like I have round I up against that. I'm I'm actually like I'm not going to lie. Like as much as I'm making a lighthearted joke about this, I'm actually kind of scared. I have no idea what the fuck's going to change. And I'm, I don't even care about the swear jar. Sorry. Yeah. No, I legitimately <laughs> have no idea what's coming. I have no idea how it's going to change. I have no idea what's going to change. All I know is that the biggest thing is they're, they're like, they're forcing like Facebook, Google, like major companies to shift what they're showing us to prioritize Canadian content. Yeah, I can't. Like, oh, this is, man. Dude, you like, know, this is, this you isn't know, even I just can't, like local news or something. This I is like tech giants. I can't monetize resource reporting because I won't adhere to Europe's regulations. Mm. And, uh, and I got to notice that, uh, something about Canada, like it was like six months ago, um, that I had to adhere to some sort of content thing. I, I don't, I, I haven't looked into it, but like, I literally can't monetize my independent news website <laughs> because... well and then spike like gets stuff from germany like if he's reported because of german law like they have to send him something he's like oh i offended someone in germany <laughs> yeah no like there's oh they there's couldn't so listen much... to this podcast <laughs> there's there's so much international nonsense that's just going on these days here and like everybody i i miss the days of you know the whole sticks and stones saying when people believed it, you know, when you just, you didn't let words hurt you, you just kind of carried on with your stuff. And that was, that was it. You know, somebody said something dumb, you were like, <laughs> and you just keep doing your thing, you know, like it, it was whatever, you know, he could say whatever he wanted to you and you'd be like, all right, chief. And you just, you keep doing your thing. Like good thing. Bud. How dare like, you be so insensitive and meant use the word chief in your, in your, in your terminology, sir. No, I'm just, 
I'm ex-military. To a first nation woman. Yeah, yeah to a first nation woman. Like that is. Oh, that is okay. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm almost on the whole ex-military context, but I mean, you want to put me on the crucifix for that? I guess just, I can only try I to read my thoughts. So gender reveal you know? nuclear balloon. So it's okay. you know what? Yeah, actually, you you were a little spicier. Yeah, yeah you started yeah. off fucking. Yeah, you big. I woke up, up and chose violence. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Yeah, 100% woke up and just chose the path of violence. Just fucking committed <laughs> right, to the day. Kyle, I like, I shotgunned a monster, punched a hole through a wall to just, myself for it a, was a concrete wall, fuck. too. Not even drywall. Like, she fucking went through cinder brick. Swear for emphasis. Ching! I, I don't broke care. out of my igloo. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's a modern igloo, right? Like, it's a concrete one. So she had to, like, punch through the brick. That's m- my brother's Twitch is the concrete igloo. And we stream on Thursdays. <laughs> Not even joking. I, I'm still <laughs> I'm, I'm still dead, dead convinced that it's really a, a, a bug front. And <laughs> oh, oh, my God. OK, so I had no idea about that stuff. When I wrote the name Eskimo Libertarian, I'm like, oh, I'm an Eskimo Libertarian. Like, yeah, that was literally... <laughs> Yeah, can we can we delve into whatever this is you keep referencing? Because I have no idea what the hell you're talking about when you say the like. I understand what a boog reference is, like yeah, woo, like electric boogaloo too. Hell yeah, but like, what is this specific reference the that I'm missing here? Big igloo. So it was like another way to not be censored. And there's like big luau, mm. but like instead of saying boogaloo, saying oh, big igloo. Yeah. Okay, okay. Is like yeah. So that okay. was like. How it's explained clicking. to me. Well, because they got ta- they got taken down in mass by uh, a coalition of the federal government and uh, social media, all like in one day. It was like one large fell swoop. I think they Just deleted no like forty thousand accounts. <laughs> like, and, yeah, and yeah. yeah so it, okay, all- that makes that makes sense. And I wasn't sure that like I had no idea there was actually like a like a connotation there, but that that makes perfect sense. Okay, yeah. So it's kind of like. Big igloo, Eskimo, like just the the whole train over, but right, still, yeah, know. that's kind of how that. And then I had seen other people too; they thought that was that reference, and then they had started a group, and it was like Eskimo Engineers of Liberty or something <laughs> like, like I don't know, some crazy stuff. Like, and I'm like, right no, like, like, like I'm actually an Eskimo. <laughs> and then, like, I also get dinged all the time, and people report me all the time saying that I'm extremely racist, and I'm like, that's a Canadian thing. Like, the whole, like, Eskimo word, you probably hear that, like, it's Inuit. It's like, well, in in Canada, usually it is Inuit. That's, like, the main uh, tribe, but, like, in Alaska, you're not going to see as many Inuit. You're going to see it in Nupiak, you're going to see Yupik, and, like, different tribes, so... <laughs> <laughs> I like you're like mm, yeah I totally well know that. <laughs> no 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 I do no the face is for something else entirely oh uh, yeah what I don't know why it makes no sense it makes no fucking sense ching um a lot of Canadians are actually racist <laughs> like it's it's the weirdest fucking concept. But like, well, you I know you're the old couple in the in the top. Like old people are living above it. Well, it's really kind of, uh, but like, I don't I don't think it'd be the Canadians reporting it. That's why I'm like, because mm, 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 mm. they're probably like, yeah, that's fucking funny. Like, like they're probably laughing about it. But no, that that is a thing though. Like, um, yeah, because there there are the different different peoples of First Nations upbringing there. So I mean, like, there's different. Um, I guess like tribes or reservations or wherever you come from, whoever you belong with there. So yeah, that's 
for the most part, like we even we try not to say Eskimo flat out because for the most part, it is an Inuit population. Um, so I can I can see where you're coming from with that because I have heard that before. Like it's Inuit. Like, well, what if they're not? Like, they're just yeah. Northern Faring First Nation. Like, is there just a term for that? That's Eskimo, right? Like, <laughs> right. And then in Alaska, you have the World Eskimo Indian Olympics, and then you have a bunch of other like es- Eskimo things, you know. And we still have like the Bureau of Indian Affairs and all that. And I don't. Th- my big thing is like. I get frustrated when there's social justice warriors and stuff. And they're like, you're Inuit. I'm like, I'm not even Inuit. <laughs> like that's yeah, not yeah. my it, it, it's. I hate how ignorant they are and they're trying to fight ignorance. <laughs> like it's mm-hmm. just the, the ultimate Like I think I know what I am. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, well, no, I, you actually don't. Okay. Well, because they, they think so little of you. In, mm-hmm. in truth, they think so little of you that they have to be your savior. That they don't think you actually know your your ancestry, and 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 so I I mean that's that's really what it boils down to, like them you know believing that black people can't get an ID, you know, it, like and and oh, shit like God. that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll go back a little bit later. You you mentioned the people like not wanting to accept what you actually are. In the summer there, I was a roofer for a little bit there. My mom is from Mexico. So I go dark, like I get dark in the summer and I've had quite a few first nations people come up to me and be like, Hey buddy, what res are you from? I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, don't get me wrong. Kind of, but like way South man. And they're like, no, no, no. Like dude, a hundred percent. Like you got to have family or something. And I'm like, no bro. Like, trust me. I just, I'm white as shit in the in the winter. I just tan really well because my mom is from Mexico, and they're like, "Are you sure, dude? Like, dude, like, please, just believe me, please. Come on, like, just accept it. Like, I am. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> technically, like, technically, I am still that little tiny sliver of First Nations yet, but not up here. Just, no, like, oh, you look, you look like you're Cree, bro. Like, no, I don't know, like Aztec. All right, like, <laughs> totally different, bro. Like, Punch There's, in, grab the heart, like, rip it out. That you know, like savages kick him down the stairs, you know, sun god, jaguar yeah. pelts, obsidian swords, you know, like that shit, not <laughs> Iroquois. You know, yeah. like <laughs> Yeah. No, for sure. And it's it's kind of funny when people come to my page and say like with like the whole social justice warriors stuff. Mm-hmm. Usually my response to those people is like, don't because I, I look at their bios sometimes and this one lady said, you know, anti-racist ally all this other stuff and i said don't be so anti-racist that you're going against the very people you claim to be an ally for Mm. and she didn't respond after that but it was just like lady i'm talking about like what my elders have told me i'm gonna listen to my family i'm gonna listen to my elders no like sorry you might somewhat have a grasp on it but i legitimately know so just just take my word on it if that's cool like if i could just ask you to take the leap of faith just, you know, try and believe the words and the words of Chris Tucker. Try and believe the words that are coming out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> right. And the, the, the true etymology of uh, the word Eskimo, a lot of people are like, oh, it means raw meat eater or it means snow eater or, you know, a few other things. I mean, it, it actually is, um, I can't remember the specific tribe, but there is like, it comes from another set of First Nation individuals that called like Inuit people. Uh, Eskimo, and it means uh, someone who laces up their snowshoes. Okay, yeah. And so, and it's more on like the East Coast. I'm trying to remember the exact tribe. I believe it starts with an M. Uh, but yeah, that's where that 
word comes from is someone who laces up their snowshoes and people are like oh well they said it in a derogatory what? way and they would be like you eskimos i'm like okay well like not the term but like the actual uh uh policies and whatnot that were put into place to cause the residential schools and everything you should be mad at the government for putting those policies in place not because they use the word eskimo like let's actually like it's kind of what i was talking about like let's actually talk about the bad actors the actual villains and hold them accountable and not vilify something else it's like it's I mean, Eskimo is a word of endearment up here in Alaska, honestly. Like, <laughs> well, it's not so much here, but uh, right. <laughs> like we can, we still understand for the most part, like that's because we are familiar with multiple different forms of First Nations, right? Like there, there's Cree, right. there's Ojibwe, there's Iroquois, Huron, just to name four off the top of my head that are around me. Like I know people that are of that descent, you know, and like it's an easier concept to be like, okay, well, yeah, Eskimo is like a broad term, but I think that's why they try to avoid using Eskimo as a broad term because there are the individual like tribes or reservations that have their own descent. And we're trying not to just like generalize it. But even then, like it's, I think that's like you were saying, it's more of a social justice kind of push these days. They're like, I, I don't know any first nations people that would be like upset for just being classified as first nations. Cause they weren't sure exactly <clears throat> where they were from. Like, Unless they're like, like social media magnets that specifically are aimed at, uh, you know, being upset about the thing. You yeah, know, like, like, you know, right? if they have like a Facebook profile that's specifically like the Cree warrior, then it's pretty safe to assume that they're Cree. But, you know, right. like, apart from that, yeah, like, there's no reason to. Yeah, I don't know. It's just right. wild. <laughs> and I have no problem telling people about like Yupik and Yupik culture, what it sounds like, all that other stuff, where it's located and the people and all that. Like, as much as I know, it, there is a lot of uh, knowledge that has been lost. And so, uh, and I'm not as well versed in the Yupik language as I was, as I would like to be, but that's actually changing. Um, they've like created these apps, you know, almost like a Yupik Duolingo in a, in a sense. Right. <laughs> and uh, they're bringing it back. In fact, uh uh, I'm not a Nupiak, but they created this uh, video game recently, and you're like this little Eskimo boy, and you have a fox, and you have to like what? battle against like a Nupiak mythological creatures, you know, and like you have to follow a Nupiak stories, what? and it's really cool. What engine is this on? Like, like oh, what was man. it built on? <laughs> I just, I just heard about it recently. Oh. I wish I could. I'm about to ask, like, you know, if they're, like, actually based in folklore and, like, what the history is behind it. This guy, what engine is it? Like, well, no, because <laughs> she, said, she said it was based on, on, on the mythology. She, she was selling the yeah. game to me right there. Right? Yeah, and I'm, yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, right. I'm, let me look yeah, it up because more, it's yeah. actually really well done. Uh, and it's worth uh, Never Alone. So if you look up Never Alone. See, this is sounding better and better. Never. Yeah, it's released for Xbox. Um, and there's 2015 the release. Yeah, and I think they're making a sequel as well. Oh, dude, this because this dope. one did so well. Yeah, the the colors and everything. It was really well done, and the stories. It's I recommend it. Uh, I've seen other people play it, and it looks amazing. But yeah, Xbox, PlayStation Four, PC, uh, on Steam. So, like it was built on Unity. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, which version of Unity? I have bad experience with Unity from Tarkov. Yo, no, okay, uh, that's no. That they, they're no. Listen, I'm not a I'm not a fan of Unity. All right, I prefer Unreal Engine. All right, as, as, as a developer, 
but their implementation the, of unity is jank I oh yeah <laughs> I, I mean if you don't implement unity correctly you really yeah, you don't implement unity correctly yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah it's just such great artwork and everything so it yeah. looks yeah, like, well, like a frozen movie and in a game that's, that's perfect because like kids these days you can't get them interested in books and old culture and stuff like that you can't sit them around and have them talk with the family and learn these stories and stuff but sit them in front of a screen give them a controller say here try this so then they can learn the history that was they can the mentality learn the behind it. yeah exactly that's that's clean i like that hmm. yeah and it's just so well done and it's it's so wholesome you know well yeah you know like it's yeah. it's not like you know call of duty or like these other games you're just running around just like murdering stuff because you can like there's like an actual story it's it's a good story to it too i would imagine holy shit dude that's how that's how that's how the lp brings about fuck not a grinch non-aggression principles no i'm serious like if you created <laughs> no because it, you know like how you know spike talked about you show people you know the the benefit of you know this ideology right make a, there hasn't been really a video game aimed at aimed at you know that i so can't choose the bad like option like if you can choose how you talk to the npcs i always choose the nicest option i can't be mean to them i like feel guilt I'm, I'm i don't know what's wrong way. with me but i'm like no npcs can't be mean. it's just all people <laughs> right <laughs> oh so metaverse yes but like you know m maybe there's like some sort of consequence for their bad actions <laughs> you've been deducted <laughs> 10 cents no i i mean <laughs> I went to yeah. actually message. I heard that though. That... <laughs> Damn, the poor, the poor American police system is just scarred, folks. Like it's such a misrepresentation of what the police are supposed to be. Like you go anywhere else on the planet, and they're like, well, I mean, apart from you know maybe some sketchy places, but any like first world country for the most part on the planet, you'll see like actual cops where you can like walk up, strike conversation, they'll be chill. Like they're not just gonna shoot people. Half of them don't even carry guns. Like. Whoa. I really like the mentality in Europe where like police cars are bright colored. You can see where they are. Mm -hmm. Their uniforms are bright. Here they're like stealth, matte black. Like we have unmarked cars, you know, and they're like waiting yeah, outside the road and behind a bush, and you don't know. I where literally they are. have and to watch through my rear view like constantly, and I'm like a Ford, uh, you know, a, a Ford Explorer comes up, and I'm like, "Fuck, is that a cop?" Like I gotta check my speed, and it actually distracts me from mm -hmm. yeah. from just driving down the fucking road. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've seen people with vehicles like that, and like they have a bumper sticker that says "Not a police, not car. a cop." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love those. Yeah, well, and, and then like, you honestly, have the it has to do with the roof rack. Look for the roof rack is the big thing. Well, no, because no now they, 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 no, yeah, they'll, they'll put they roof racks it? on them. Dude, they, oh. here, dude, I'm telling you, they have a freaking minivan that they drive around in, in my county. Okay. Yeah, like, and it, it, it is a patrol vehicle. That's the problem. It should never be a patrol vehicle because, and here's my thing, and I've, I've done this. I will not pull over until I confirm through dispatch that it is a police officer. Because we had a case here where a guy had put lights on his car and was pulling over young women and trying to, you know, oh, I've heard about and, that. and trying to like get them in his car. Luckily, in our county, he didn't, he wasn't able to get anyone to, you know, come with him. But th these were on dark roads, like, you know, not it's very many vehicles. Yeah. And the fact that that can even be done just. 
because you don't know because it's an unmarked vehicle there should be no police officer in an unmarked vehicle pulling people over for traffic stops it's just it's I've, got, I've got one better for you so i can't remember exactly when it was the past couple of years ago somebody in new brunswick over on the east coast of canada one-to-one recreated an rcmp cruiser and just drove around with it and was like pulling people over i can't remember exactly if he did anything or if anybody actually like believed him or what all came of it i just know that they found the cruiser found him and he's like he's in jail he's like yo he's facing real time for that but he legitimately <laughs> and the like, only the only way they have, those people ever get caught is that they pull over a cop and the cops like and like, think, like that's every single one that i know that's been arrested has been arrested because they either pulled over a cop or they they were in a more public place and they tried to do it and a cop was just there and he's like, hey, you don't work for us. <laughs> I think that's exactly what happened. I think he tried to pull over a cop and he was like, who the fuck are you and what the hell is that? Ching, swear jar. But yeah, no, it's uh, <laughs> like, right, like the roll, but like the, the bush, sorry, the bush bar on the front, the lights, like he even had um, a unit number of a decommissioned car on his car like he went so far like everything about it was fucking this dude on bang. x games mode no. <laughs> it was, it was intense, man and like it makes you wonder like how often does that happen like unmarked cars it's even easier like if people are going to such extremes to like mounting lights and sirens like he even had the the shield in between the front and the back seat in his car like he like one to one recreated this well, RCMP he probably just cruiser. bought like can no you, no you can't the thing okay. Yeah. No, it didn't have the powertrain or the none of the actual driving components were there. It was all the cosmetics. So he probably bought, itself, bought old ones and just swapped out parts, yeah, rebuilt uh, them. That's that's <laughs> what we're thinking. Yeah. We're thinking he just grabbed like a like a whatever tier impala from a dealership and he went and he just started stripping parts off these other RCMP impalas. Oh yeah. The the one big thing, the good kind of caveat with it is those RCMP cruisers are built different. You cannot get a civilian car that will perform like that unless you're dropping like 150 grand on something. Like they're, I think they're they're super and turbocharged. They're V8s. They pump out way more power than anybody should. If I'm not mistaken, they're all-wheel drive. Like they are disgusting vehicles. So like that is one big difference, and like that's kind of the one nice part about it is he didn't have that kind of power at his disposal. But with that being said. You can buy decommissioned police vehicles and have like roughly 80% of that power. And we're, we're like, we're kind of lucky that he didn't do that. Not that he, again, I don't even know if he did anything. I think he just kind of pulled people over as like a lol, haha, whatever. It's I'm a cop, blah, and then just like walked away. But yeah, like the fact that that was a thing and like you can get reasonably close if you buy the old ones. It's just you can't get like all the components, like the specific turbos, the specific chips that they use to set the ECM and everything. But I think you're focusing on the wrong thing because he had a lot of power. He had the power oh, yeah. of their authority oh, yeah. while he was behind the wheel of that car. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, <laughs> like, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think I don't know if he had like an actual uniform or just like a vest or something, but like he had like the whole kit. Like he was pretending he was an RCMP officer. That's really scary. Yeah. It's, well, yeah. It's weird that people like do that and like want to wield that power. And I've also seen like not with cops, but like people pretending to be a Navy SEAL, too. Yeah, like the, that's a big thing here. That pisses me off. There was actually the, there was a dude up here actually a few years ago, um, at Ottawa on the Parliament Hill. There, there was a dude in. Well, okay, so he was in a uniform. His hair and his his facial hair and his actual head hair 
were out of spec. They were they were not within uniform standard. Um, his glasses were not uniform standard. He had ear piercings and a bunch of his like badges and like shit that he had on his tunic, even right down to the medals, made no sense whatsoever. Like he had medals that he would never have touched, like stuff from like previous deployments or like weird like embassy postings and like, you know, like sub-Saharan Africa, like just weird stuff that he shouldn't have had. And he ended up he ended up getting roasted for it. And I think they ended up trying him for impersonating a military official. But that like that kind of that pisses me off to no end because he walked around and told all these people just this nonsense. Oh, yeah, I served here and I did this. Like, no, no, you didn't. You never had a record. You're a civilian who just made an ass of himself and anybody that ever believed you. Like, right. Exactly. You look at somebody from the military and think of you like congratulations thank you <laughs> yeah there's guys that do that here and there's actually a youtube channel and this guy like confronts these people and he was a seal himself and he's like oh you know like what and he'll ask them specific questions i haven't served so it's like i don't fully understand the questions but like yeah, he was like, like oh so what what group were you part of all this other yeah, stuff and we're like oh well you know i don't i remember he's like really because you cited it every morning and every night for you know and he'll say for you know how many weeks you had to do it all the and you don't remember that mm-hmm. and like he'll like nail them and everyone else they'll, they'll be like yeah you got me and then other times they would just try and double down they'll be like no dude stop <laughs> It was You've been caught. like you don't understand. It's different right. regulations. Like that's not how it works. Cool. Like it's right. military, buddy. Like I usually like I don't have that problem with people stealing my valor because they're usually just on the side of the road picking up trash. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> or like in their orange when they jumpsuits. thank me for my service, my <laughs> service. <laughs> yeah. Wow. veterans day should apply to all veterans though and i i mean I, including including all veterans of the war on drugs that's that is my that is my vehement standing point right because war has been declared and i am an actor i have been an actor in, in throughout my life in that war okay and i i should be given recognition right i don't ask for much just free happy meal all right once a year it you want that olive garden dinner (laughs) i i i'm sure with inflation olive garden has brought it down to breadsticks only so (laughs) no i i could get behind like a day specifically for the recognition of like police or like border enforcement and stuff like that but yeah when it comes to veterans day i think that's a military thing i it it was a joke joke. i know i'm just well i'm just thinking about that like could make a day for that. I want my breadsticks. <laughs> my breadsticks. Well, it was a veteran of an American war. All right. All right. <laughs> well, I'm poor, better. and there's a war on poverty right now. So, no. hey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> actually, I'm we're all active deep. combatants. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh God. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I was so angry when i went to, to go do my taxes because it was the most i've made in a year and i only got to keep a quarter uh, less than a quarter of it like a, less than a fifth less than a fifth <laughs> i have to do taxes i do yeah when, and like, you guys live in capitalist america i live in socialist no, canada no 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 no, sir <laughs> sir sir <laughs> sir i will say what's nice about alaska is that we don't have a state income tax and we don't have a state sales tax, tax, property tax. Property is normally by borough though. Well, we have 
boroughs, while a lot of places have counties and parishes, that's all the same thing. We're boroughs. Um, we do have a borough property tax, which sucks. Um, but we do have less taxes, I would say, than a lot of other states. And a borough tax, I mean, like, I don't, you know, I don't like taxes, <laughs> but but a borough tax, at least that money is going more directly to your immediate community, potentially, uh, <laughs> you know, like, like to something that will benefit you yeah. and your neighbors, I, you know. In the borough building, I can go and like, be like, why are we spending money on this? You know, it, it is close enough. Whereas if I were to go to D.C., you know how far away D.C. is if I need a protest against federal stuff like it's uh, about 45 minutes thousands. for me all right <laughs> well okay it's thousands of, and over 60 percent of the state our, our state is owned by the federal government so like federal regulations and everything are like the federal government rules over most of alaska mm-hmm. so it really sucks and then even our state capital it's in Juneau. the only way to get there is by boat or by plane so i can't drive to my state capital and protest <laughs> you can't <laughs> You can't even I have congregate to there to yeah. or find a boat, like a ferry. Hey, well, I mean, don't feel too bad because I live 45 minutes from DC and it doesn't change anything. So, and now, you know, they had a fence around it for a year. You know, you couldn't even, you couldn't even potentially have a secretary hear your voice, you know, so I, it's, it, even it doesn't yet. matter. Even right. better yet, if you make it, to the Capitol, there's no guarantees that they're going to listen. Look what happened with us. We sat outside the Capitol. We held a block party, a very nice casual one with barbecues, bouncy castles, and street hockey. And they put the fucking riot police on us Jesus. with tear gas and horses. So, yeah, we can't even – you can't even do that anymore. You can't even peacefully You can go and honk. <laughs> no. The honking. No. Any idea? So many people got charged for that. Truckers yeah. got charged. Like they went so over the top, and he's he's actually still being investigated for that. And I really wow. hope he gets tried for the traitor that he is. Yeah, because um, he the- he legitimately well he put he put foreign troops on our soil, and nobody's talking about that. Really, people, I haven't heard about to, that. You talk to people from Ottawa that interacted with those cops. Most of them didn't speak English. They didn't have a patch, no designation, nothing, just beige uniforms. No idea just there yeah yeah what'd they they speak who knows they could they couldn't communicate (laughs) we don't fucking know what they spoke from trudeau's real dad's country yeah (laughs) cuba yeah exactly hey 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 reel it in there dog all right all right you don't know no 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 no. that's that's something i've said on record i've said that publicly i'll say it i'll walk up to him to his face that's castro's kid i don't care It, I don't dude, give a he, shit. I, I, he looks like a young Castro. It's Castro's I, kid. I, I don't, it's, have you seen I'm compared photos? Yes, yeah, no, yes. that is Castro's kid. I'm Does, not isn't it like, like isn't I'm, it like seventy percent like genetic uh, match of, with nothing like his yeah. dad? No, no. And you know what? You know how many pictures there are of his mama hanging off Castro like they had just done the nasty five minutes prior? No, they were known swingers. All three of them. It's internationally known. They. Did adult stuff together. That is Castro's kid. Well, ah. her husband held the camera and everything. <laughs> oh my god! Closet peek through For the, the cause. Vive la revolution! Can pee to the other. 
that whole family's just a joke. Oh I, I digress. We're, we're circling here. I'm going to start going off. We're not same. even circling, probably, but yeah. Um, we should we're probably. Really speaking the oh, truth. Shit. Oh, shit. We got to say the fucking the keyword thing or whatever for the fucking oh, giveaway. Yes. I, I feel hey, so bad look, that I waited this long to do it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so we're. Well, I'll let you go into it. It's your idea there. Yeah. So uh, we're giving away the Steam key for Hogwarts Legacy uh, because I know I'm going to be playing it. I don't know if Dog is. Um, yeah, but I'm going to be playing it on my streaming channel. Um, and thought it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, dude. You know, it's funny. Hold on. Now that you say that, um, I have a, I have a, a fake account. That's my admin account in the council because we all got tagged like by Facebook as, uh, being a hateful group, you know, like, it, yeah, uh, it's, it, it, it's terrible. Right. Like the council of Kyle was considered against community standards, like the name council of Kyle for the longest time. Several times over, yeah, yeah. This is like our eighth iteration. And, yeah. uh, it, and it hasn't been for things that like the things that they should have d deleted us for, they didn't. And then it was like dumb things like it, but yeah. Okay. So we created, <laughs> I, 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 I used the council of Kyle, uh, website, uh, webmail server to make everybody new accounts. And I have this one that does the auto admin stuff and it like replies to people they are like, Hey, thanks for this, this. I know this is your first post. Like everybody's like nerd, fucking nerd, like on every post. So like, that was just funny <laughs> as shit. Like, dude, okay. I didn't know that was a fucking automated account. I thought that was you legitimately just sitting <laughs> there. Like Every time somebody joined, I was like, this guy's fucking dedicated. Holy <laughs> hell. I mean, don't get me wrong. I am fucking dedicated. Like somebody, well, dude, yeah, like, I got real like emotional. Like, like the other day, somebody was like, yo, shout uh, Sp I think it was Spears. Spears said like, you know, shout out to, to Miller. Like, you know, he really puts his all into this shit. He's you know, made, you know, runs the support group and he's just about the Kyles and the council and bettering us and like, you know, just moving us forward and uh yeah like dude I, I started tearing up the other day. It, was, it, was, it was messed up but um okay hogwarts <laughs> yes. so did we did we like my suggestion from yesterday uh which was that only cox only koks council of kyle oh wait what what hold on <laughs> for the for the code for the hogwarts key only koks only cox Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, yeah, okay. Well, I didn't even get to that part. Hey, you son of a bitch. <laughs> All, right. All right, so, uh, yeah, so I'm giving away Steam Key for uh, Hogwarts Legacy. I guess the code word is going to be only Cox. Okay, so you got to, uh, what did I say in the terms? Hold on. <laughs> I don't even remember now, dude. Um... <laughs> My brother. Dude, I I know, but I, I, I can't say differently than what the terms are, because then like you know that violates my own terms, and then you know, um, so okay, message our Twitter or Facebook account the code word, which is only Cox, which is O N L Y K O K S. So yes. message our Twitter or Facebook account, and please follow as you do that. If you're not already following, it'd be greatly appreciated, but not required. Um, and I'll probably I'll probably cut that off. Uh what a, a week from today so that people have time to listen to this and then and then do that and uh and then everybody that did that i'm gonna there's an app that i can put out all your names on on a big spinny wheel and we'll roll it and whoever wins gets this gets the steam key and uh yeah now there is one thing i do want to specify this code is a code 
do not send me pictures of your phallus thinking that it will count as a submission because it is an only KOK. Please, only KOKS is how you tag us. I swear to God, if I open that inbox and I'm flooded with phallus, I'm just, I'm closing it. chickens. I, it's over. I, chickens I, are acceptable. I'll accept roosters, but I'd still rather, it has to come with the only Cox tag. You can send me roosters, that's fine, but I swear to God. <laughs> An image of me cocking my window. <laughs> like anything other than phallic. I don't want to see phallic shit in there, all right? No, sh- <laughs> no PPs, okay? Keep your PP to yourself. <laughs> that's fair. We might just need to r- remove your access to the messages then, because uh, I would find that fucking hilarious, as long as it came with the code word. <laughs> All right. Okay. So no, 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 make, no, no, no. Put, no. Let's put just a stop. tag no, in there no. then. Just put a tag that I included a cockpit, and then I'll make sure that he opens it. I'll I'll steer clear. You can spare me the warning. You can do like only cock submission plus a photo, and I'll be like, nope, that's you, bro. Like you, you can check that, verify that. Like, Don't worry. On our on our upcoming website, we will feature your only cock. <laughs> no, just- Oh, I like that. No, I like that. Fuck that. Everybody that sends me a picture of their pee-pee, it's going on the site when we build it. We're building an 18-plus section, and your penis is going on the site. That's what's happening. If you send me word. Speaking of Usyk, that is, so Usyk is the word for a walrus baculum, which is the bone inside of a pee-pee. So, like, it's a saying in Alaska, like, don't be an oosick. Don't be a boner bone, man. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> don't be a dick. Yeah, that's it. Don't be an oosick. I have like oh a my. billion stickers. So. Oh my that's God. awesome. Okay. Um, do you want to say your social media plugs for anybody that's listening? Probably, probably wrap this up afterwards. Yeah. Uh, if you look up Eskimo Libertarian on, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Uh, on Twitter, it's Eskimo Liberty because, you know, there's a character limitation on there, but I'm also on there as well. But yeah, I'm on all, all those. I started a TikTok and I don't maintain it. So I'm probably going to delete it because of China. No, I know I will say I after, never after, that, after that report me. came out. Um, because the yeah. the original report that uh, independent report that I followed ended up being absolutely wrong, and the your data is being accessed from their Singapore server by the Chinese government directly, and my tune has totally changed on that because I was again you know Trump was talking about banning it, and I'm like dude no like you can't ban it it's <laughs> it's not state run here's the here's the audit and but no it it is sending right. user. But yeah. at the same time, it's kind of hypocritical because Facebook and Instagram and, and Twitter, yeah. and, and use, they, they literally <laughs> sell knows. your data to companies that don't have to verify that they aren't, you know, that don't have to have an audit and verify that they aren't directly related to the Chinese National Party. So, <laughs> right. So, yeah, if you go on to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, that. I'm on those ones uh, actively and I, I promote like even though I do post memes, there's a lot of stories that I also promote and I do a lot of things. So like the the memes are the tip of the iceberg because people know me as like a libertarian meme lady. It's like I actually do a lot. The I'm tip actually, of the igloo. Know, Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, no, I I, I do a lot of stuff. I'm very active. You know, I'm active in my activism. You know, I, I go and I speak at hall meetings, you know, city, borough, state. 
and uh, I help work with Spike Cohen about bringing stuff to light, and I, I just do a whole bunch of stuff. But I like to show memes because I try to add humor to. Uh, I keep it wholesome, so like talking like this, I'll I'll say dark dark humor. But most of my stuff is pretty wholesome. Oh, and memes are like the modicum of of you know gaining traction on on the internet. Like I, I mean, literally, if it weren't for memes, we wouldn't have any listeners. But but. <laughs> 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 We're just we're, <laughs> so. we're we're just such a you know and like Kyle's in general are just such memeable things that it's you know it it helps meme lords yes yeah yeah and <laughs> thank. well thank you so much guys for having me on yeah. here and I, I greatly appreciate it I'm yeah. not um, asked to go on the podcast often probably because I cuss too much or I have too much dark humor oh, I don't know. shit <laughs> this is your place no, you you want to be as fucking crass and as just god awful crude as you want this see, is this is the place see, you want to talk see his mood swings see his mood swings we're gonna be a well, no, it's because that's what we started, floor. right? So it's the, the Spike Cohen <laughs> thing. That's what I figured we'd try and stick with it. But, like, as we go, like, I'm getting tired of the ching and it is going to cost me a lot of money. To do this. <laughs> that's so, fair. Like, in this economy, we can't yeah, do yeah. this. Oh, yeah. What do you mean in this economy? I can't, <laughs> afford that. I, can't, I can't even afford cheese. What are you talking about? Say <laughs> Right. Exactly. <laughs> thank you so much, guys. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Thank yep, you for thank coming you. on. Um, welcome definitely anytime. welcome to come by in the future. Yep. Thank you very much for the valued listeners. You guys are awesome. Don't do anything we wouldn't do, which isn't much. You know the routine. Try and stay safe. Goodbye. Oh, shit. I didn't mean to leave that. Oops. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I guess we're going. <laughs> That's all I got. Okay, so I can speak.